Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, everybody. This is B-Word, one half of the Bleach Brothers podcast, coming at you each and every Sunday with my good buddy, Jake the Hater. So be sure to join us for this episodic journey where we talk Marvel to movies, food, or anything entertainment. A Spreaker Prime podcast. Thanks for all the dirty talk, and come back and get sanitized. Hey everyone, it's Gnome from the Hateful Gnomes Music Hut. I'm here with my good buddy, Jake the Hater, and we're bringing you a bi-weekly music podcast for all your heavy metal needs. Tell them about it, Jake. We are here to have our horns up, and we are staying heavy. That is right. Even B-Word is producing behind the scenes, turn his mic off. But you know what? We are going to give the fans something bigger, badder, and fucking bolder. Tune in bi-weekly, a Spreaker Prime podcast. Sometimes people have a story to tell. It could be a story of triumph or a story of sorrow. However, it's their story. It's important to keep their story authentic, in their own words, and delivered in a delicate way. That's where Unfiltered Discussions Podcast comes in. I'm Brian Howard. I talk with my guests about tough subjects and pivotal moments. I'd love for you to hear their stories. Subscribe to Unfiltered Discussions on your favorite podcast platform. Let's ensure their stories are heard. Ay, yeah, yeah, How old is yeah, Beyonce? How, are, are, they, are they in their prime or no? I think Taylor Swift definitely is in her prime. I think Beyonce is, um, I think her official age is hot as fuck, but I'm not sure. Let me look it up. <laughs> I'm not even going to say conspiracy. This isn't, this isn't tinfoil fat, tinfoil hat. Wow. Tinfoil, tinfoil. <laughs> tinfoil. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. That, that's a uh, pickle beer is really, well, it's deep what it's, what it's doing. It's not even the alcohol. It, what it's doing no. though, is it's, it's, it's fucking with the muscles in my mouth. If that was a boner spider, I'd be really pissed that I smashed it and flushed it down the toilet and screamed like a little girl when I saw it. <laughs> so I would have welcomed it with open arms. You're about to listen to Whiskey Hell Podcast, a show centered on recent news, excellent craft beer, and absolute debauchery. While the guys are getting ready, you can reach them on Twitter at whiskey underscore hell. You can also go to the whiskeyhellpod.com or email them at whiskeyhellpod at gmail.com. At the end, be sure to drop them a review as a thank you for the content. Looks like they're ready. Enjoy the show. And listener discretion is advised.
Saturday, August 12th, 8.02 p.m. This is Whiskey Hell, the podcast that takes the narratives, tries to bust them for you, or at least help you make sense of them. Fitz, how was your week? Oh, oh, oh man. Uh, I Actually, I really, it was fine. It was pretty, pretty tame, pretty easy. I, <laughs> I just wanted to start week. out the show. Yeah, normal week. <laughs> I, you know, I, I'm in this weird stasis where I'm, you know, waiting for my new job to start. Um, and yet I'm trying to finish up stuff around the house that I probably won't have time to do when I start my job. So it was just kind of a weird stasis week. It felt busy, but I was just sitting here trying to think about what I've done with my life in the last week. And it's, it's really not that impressive. So, but you gotta uh, have anyway, weeks like that though. You, you, you yeah, can't be I, uh, balls yeah. out roller coaster every week. No. And I, I think the next six months, like when I actually do get started, uh, the next six months is just going to be pretty much pretty much balls out. I, yeah. I'm going to be, yeah, foot to the floor. So I'm okay with a couple of, of lazy days here and there. But it just, I don't know. Like I said, it felt like a, la- a really busy week. And then I, when I look back, I'm like, I really didn't do that much. But <laughs> either way, um, w- one thing that um, impressed me about the uh, the narratives this week, we'll just call them that. We can't call it the news anymore, but the narratives – um, I, 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 they all, I mean, it, doesn't it seem like we're really being led by the nose somewhere? Like it, it feels like sometimes it felt like it was just kind of chaotic. Like, well, there's a crazy story over here. We want you to believe. And there's a crazy one. It seems to be that bandwidth is narrowing and it seems to be like we're being, I, I hate to say this. I hate to use this analogy, but you know, when you're slaughtering cattle, you, you keep narrowing the, the shoot. And so <laughs> the, it starts out calling. Yes. Calling it a calling. <laughs> there's, you know, there, there's 500 cows and then it narrows down and now it's only, you can only have five cows wide. And then by the end, you're just one cow at a time goes into the, uh, to the slaughterhouse. And I feel like I'm, I'm staring at the cow cow's ass in front of me. And, and we're just, we're in the single file line. Now we're going one direction and that's what it feels like. I don't know. I will see. So... We'll see how the show goes, but yeah. I'm I'm with you on the feeling. It definitely it definitely sounds like we're it feels like we're going in a direction. I don't think we're staring at the ass of the cow in front of us though. I think we're more um we're like trying to break through the fence or jump it and we're cows so we're not like built for jumping. I think our listeners are like that. I think um I think there's a lot of folks, a lot of followers on Twitter that are like that or X. What the yeah. hell are we calling it? Do we have to call it X? I guess we got to call it X now. I guess it's X now. Yeah. And what are they <clears throat> called? Are they just called posts or X's yeah it's or... posts it's reposts it's um quote posts post posts post podums postpartums i don't know it's it's really awkward and i'm not used to it but i guess it's my very, point is is that yeah, yes. i think we're okay as far as us and in our i'm gonna call it our tribe yeah is that okay I like that. yeah no that's that's i think we're allowed to use that term I, are we, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't know anymore. Well, Maybe. I'll tell you what. If we if, if, if we, we offended canceled, somebody, I'm sorry. Yeah. If we get canceled for using the word tribe, um, then I'll die on that hill. That's okay. It, it was a good run. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. I, 
I, I mean, I, I hear you. I don't feel personally in danger. I just feel, um, I guess, sort of existentially in danger. <laughs> like, I mean, like, mm, I guess just that the, the end game is approaching. I guess that's what it feels like. The end game is coming. And I just don't, I just don't know what that, what all that means. I, I feel ready for it, whatever it is, but I just don't know what that means because I, I thought I used to know and now I don't. So anyway. Well, we're going to try and get to the bottom of that tonight. We've got a tremendous amount to talk about. And I know we always say that, but this was another one of those weeks that was really big. Um, we've have <laughs> we've got weird bot and AI stories. We've got yeah, Ukraine we help, but we're not helping Hawaii. Hawaii's burst into fucking flames. Um, we've got weird stuff happening in money. Uh, came out that there was a huge amount of money paid to um the nih for uh, not subsidies but um royalties um and we even had no. a climate change yes and we even had a climate change scientist come out and say yeah it's, it's, it's all bullshit yeah, yeah. um ridiculous oh and, and boner spiders so we yeah. have a lot to talk about tonight yeah, we do. I the boner spider story to me. Well, I, we'll get there, but it just felt overblown. <laughs> I mean, not. To, God damn it! I swear I did not mean that as a double entendre, but here we are. <laughs> it's, it is what it is. <laughs> that, <Okay>. was, <laughs> that one. That one freaked a lot of people out, and um, and it this is actually a pretty regular regular occurrence. But the the way the story was written, it was like it was, um, it you was... know. It was, was going to be diversion. hunting people. Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah or people call. are going to be hunting it anyway. Right. Um, so we have uh, our first night of having somebody listening in for, with us. Uh, Joe, thanks for jumping on uh, the uh, Patreon Zoom meeting. So thanks for jumping in here. If you have any comments, questions, you want to yell at us about something, just uh, type up in chat there. We may have some other folks joining us throughout the night, but uh, anyway, we're we're happy that you're on board here. So thanks, man. Yeah, that's that's huge, huge for us. And um, you know, please pardon our dust. We're still trying to uh, figure out all this all this live shit. We're you know you know what's a little bit weird about it. And I'm not I, I'm this is not, um, I'm not saying this to Joe because a Joe I trust and I I know he gets us, but. There's a warm blanket that we have around us each week where we can edit out <laughs> dumb shit that I say, and now that's oh, gone. Dumb shit that we all say. Are you kidding me? How many yeah. times have I had to dump myself just because, wow, that, that came out wrong? That's yeah. not good. Yeah, yeah so so anyway, uh, that warm blanket's gone. <laughs> we're going to be okay, I think. We're going we're gonna to be I, okay. Yeah, I think so, too. All right, uh, Fitz, what? beer are you drinking oh shit god damn it you always surprise me We're, we get in conversation and then it's like hey what are you I drinking know. and i'm not that's, even drinking yet that's that's my job though i, I gotta i gotta I, bring us back to center yeah dude you you definitely do and you definitely keep me on my toes which i appreciate um i have a, a pretty uh, opening it here um i have a pretty special <clears throat> beer tonight actually um nice. so deschutes brewing uh, up here in Oregon is uh, they're a mainstay. They're they're kind of, you know, one of the the micro brews, the craft brews that makes it out of the state that people just pretty much unanimously love. And their number one 
seller, I believe, is their Black Butte Porter. Um, just a solid, solid porter. Oh yeah, almost, almost kind of the 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 pinnacle of what you can do with a porter because it's just so layered and so wonderful. But this year for the 35th anniversary of the Black Butte Porter, they have put out a uh, very special version of it. Uh, so this is the Black Butte 35. This is uh, put back in a cask with cherries, cocoa, and vanilla. So for those of you who tuned in every week, um, you know that this is like exactly the kind of beer that I gravitate towards. Um, and the, 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 the bottle's just beautiful. I mean, everything about it, the whole presentation is just awesome. Plus, I really like to, anytime I can, I like to mention Deschutes Brewing because – uh, they fucking kill it. They're just they're just one of those Oregon breweries. I'm I'm proud to say is is from uh, Oregon. So anyway, um, full disclosure, I bought two bottles of this, um, and I already had one. <laughs> but uh, it was a few days ago. Uh, actually, it was last weekend. So uh, hopefully, my um, exposure here tonight this this first sip will be a genuine um, ooh and ah here. So let's taste it. All right. Imperial Porter Black Butte 35. Mm. That's neat. I, I haven't seen that one. Oh, God. Well, yeah, I mean, again, it's for the 35th anniversary, so they really um, – I feel like they went all out on this one. Okay, so right off the bat, it's a Black Butte Porter first, which, as you know, we are kind of beer up front and then give me the subtleties in the back. So – it is a porter up front. I will say though, it's a little bit more boozy than, than maybe most people would would tolerate what they would want on their palate. It's an eleven percenter, so it it kind of is boozy um, up front. But what I love about this beer is you get the nice, smooth, warm cherries, vanilla on the back end, and then and then the chocolate hits, and it and man, it's I mean. From behind, this chocolate is just coming up strong, just bringing up the rear. <laughs> the chocolate all the way from in, behind? all yeah, all the way in. All right. I mean, as as deep as it can go, this chocolate so... is is deep. And and we've discussed this before. You know, I like my beers like I like my uh, chocolate balls. You deep. know, deep, deep, dark, and and rich, flavorful. Um, the darker the better. And just mouthfeel, I will say also on this is, um, <laughs> God damn it, is very thick, very thick. It's a mouthful. Um, wow. And and so, and and usually the black the the black beet porter itself usually is kind of, you know, it's a it's it's usually more, subtle. Uh, fizz- yeah, it's subtle it's and a subtle more fizzy. Porter. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Um, but this one is uh this is a this is a whole mouthful that you get even from a sip. So anyway, so are you getting. This is- are you getting German chocolate and bourbon too, though? That's that's what I'm reading for, as far as the, yes, the, the notes. Yes, that's exactly that's exactly what I've got okay. here. That that yeah. German chocolate, black forest cake. Um, uh, but yeah, but it, it is boozier than I. It's probably the booziest beer I've ever had from from Deschutes, which is, you know, they don't do a lot of lot of big heavy boozy stuff. Um, so this is definitely their booziest beer I've ever had. And it and it's a little it might be a little surprising because you're you're wanting that cherry vanilla chocolate deliciousness, but the first thing that kind of hits you after you taste the porter, um, 
you know, all the, the burnt malt. After that is the booze. And then you get the the nice stuff on the end. So just a, a word of caution. If you do find this thing out in the wild, um, just be ready. It's a it's a, a, a bit of a boozer, but delicious. I mean, I, so far, um, regardless of what my second beer is tonight, I'm definitely this is going to be in the mix. I mean, if if it's a if it's a threesome or a twosome is the only thing I'm deciding between tonight. <laughs> as as well, if I have the choice. <laughs> yeah, you're. It's it's gonna it's gonna take you one way or the other. So I'm I'm uh, I'm going to a place that I've never been before. This is uncharted territory. Uh oh. Um, I I I don't really shy away from any beer. Um, I've never had one that uh, I didn't at least appreciate trying. I mean, even last week's debacle. That brew dog <laughs> yeah. that was terrible. Even that yeah, one yeah. was. It, it, I still appreciated it, right? Um, yeah, I mean, but for effort. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, it, it, it was. It was an experience, and you know, and, and it's okay. Well, Fitz, what what did, what did you do? I did this. The what, Briny Boys, is... licensed to Dill. Oh no, you didn't. You did the pickle beer. I've got the pickle beer from Wiley Roots. I'm doing it. I'm going in. Oh man, it's it's yeah. If you don't get sexual with this one, <laughs> I mean, well, uh, it's got three pickles on the can, man. Well, yeah, it's it's a throwback to what Beastie Boys, right? Licensed right. to Ill, yeah, right, yeah, so exactly. Here, here I am stating the obvious. That's nice. Um, okay, so here, here we go. You open the jar of pickles, and you smell pickles. <laughs> and there's absolutely no doubt. I am, I am drinking pickle water. This is. Um, I haven't even taken a drink yet, but man, it is so. It smells like a jar of pickles. It, there's absolutely no doubt. So. So they. So they basically just. Took a sour right, and added right. a bunch of salt to it. Well, uh, brined it, and yeah. I don't know what else. It's because I can't find it on their site naturally. Um, <laughs> it's really funny because the ratings are not great on Untapped. No, no, they're not. <laughs> All right, I'm 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 going for it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna delay anymore. All right, pucker up. Whoa. Whoa. Little Joey Lawrence. Oh, that! Wow, dude, that was, is the puckerest sour I have. <laughs> I was about to ask no if doubt. you were okay. You went silent. I don't have to ever do this again. <laughs> Jesus, uh, I'm not gonna say it's awful, but it's not what I want in a beer. It has this. It also has this green electrolyte Gatorade look to it. Yeah. I mean it it looks like it looks like the it looks like exactly what you put what goes into a jar of pickles. It really is disturbing. Do you um is there any head on it? No, it's carbonated. No. And and it has that carbonated bite to it like a, any okay. kind of sour or goza. Yeah. But it's not it's it it's 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 not flat. I mean it's a sour. It's definitely a sour. That's that's they hit that. They totally hit that. Now, am I going to need like Tums in a little bit or maybe some, I don't know, Mylanta or something? I don't know. 
Well, I, that's oh, that's what I was wondering is what what this effect oh. is because drinking. Eating, I can first taste of all, the salt. I can taste the salt. It's assaulting. You're welcome. That's uh, that's well 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 played. Um, eating pickles, uh, drinking oh. pickle juice. That's supposed to be good for your gut, right? Um, so I'm wondering if this kind of has that same effect. <clears throat> all right. Well, we'll we'll have to see. Um, but that's from Wiley Roots, and uh, you guys can definitely check them out. They they do some fabulous beers. Um, there's no doubt about that. Uh, it's not a. They're not rookies. All of their beers are are no. finished really well, and that's just a bizarre. I don't understand the trend because yeah, that's why... not that's not like the only one out there. I I, no. I went to several locations and I saw, and I've been seeing pickle pickle beers for like three or four weeks now and it's i don't get it but that's okay i I don't have to i just have to drink it well and just this one time like you said like you're one and done on this you don't ever have to do it again i i suppose i'm gonna have to keep my eyes open um because if you did it i should probably i should uh, i should i should take one for the team also (laughs) well that might be one of the one of the solo ones solo reviews that you want to start doing Yes. So yeah. maybe maybe you do that uh, sitting in your backyard and that beautiful backyard you have with the the cherry blossoms and you've just got this beautiful scene and you take a drink and then you get to walk people through the what exactly you're experiencing. <laughs> I can't get sexual. I can't. Yeah, I I can't get <laughs> sexual with this thing. There's there's no way. Uh, this is the grenade that that I had to jump on and it, I just it, it can't happen. It's, it's oh man, I'm 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 taking home the. Uh... The queen of the ball, and and you're jumping on the grenade. All right, I mean, it, we've both done it for each other. We've, I mean, let's be honest. Well, it, the night's not over. I, That's we, true. We got, a, we got another, we got another round to go. So, Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, with that, um, let's go ahead and get on to... Let's get on to uh, some housekeeping. housekeeping. Yeah. All right. So the Patreon kicked off this week. Uh, we have some fantastic listeners that wanted to jump on board and and uh, um, 
just uh, support us and yeah. they're in, engaged with the new content that we would want to go ahead and drop. And we've already gotten an after show out there. Um, we've got two deep dives coming over the next few weeks. We're going to be super busy, but I think it's I think it's I think it's kicked off. OK, we're I mean, we're not up to speed quite yet. Um, you just finished the uh, the looks for the new uh, supporters. Um, what do you call it? A yeah, sticker. The, the ins- go yeah, out. the insiders. Yeah, insider sticker. <clears throat> yep. And um, we just got we've got a, lot, a ton going on, but uh, we want to uh, thank Bold Talk by Joe. Joe, who's in um, in the uh, lounge here, listening in with us. Yep. Yep. Uh, Sugar Plum also uh, just joined today, so thank you very much. Wow, Calliope, that's huge. yeah, yeah, it, it's 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 really rad. It's really really rad. Um, Calliope, um, she joined uh, a few days ago. Aaron from I Had to Say It Pod and Beard of Liberty are all on, and um, I have no doubt that they'll be joining us in uh, the chats uh, whenever they can uh, they can jump in here. Dude, um, that's actually, you know, I, I'm not, none of us really know each other, but I'm just going to say that's a, that's a solid group of intellectual people right there. Mm-hmm. That's a, we, we're going to, this is going to be fun. I'll tell you what, I mean, right off the bat, first of all, I am, I am humbled. Um, I, I mean, it truly, and that's saying a lot. I, I'm not easily humbled, but um, it's, it's humbling to know that people are out there actually supporting us, uh, not just by coming in and tuning in every week but just financially contributing makes a difference for us oh, really totally means is. a lot to us totally and um is. so it's just really humbling so you know with as with as much gratitude as i can express on on uh with my voice uh thank you so much all of you and um and and hopefully this thing keeps growing and we just keep getting better and better at our craft and um you know keep attracting more listeners and some more patreons so just a huge, huge shout out. Yep. Thank you very much, guys. Seriously. All right. Fitz, um, can we discuss Budweiser real quick? And this isn't to go back to the uh, whole <laughs> Dylan Mulvaney business, but just the uh, ironic fallout. I think it's important to note. Can can we get into that real quick? Oh, yeah, ab- absolutely. And I, I think, I mean, we can't talk about Budweiser without of course, discussing the whole Dylan Mulvaney debacle. Right. Um, not that we have to review it, because I think at this point, everybody's everybody knows everybody's what happened. Everybody's heard about it, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but but I am actually very, very, very proud of people, because, uh, you know, as disenfranchised as we might feel when we go to the polls to vote for our crooked politicians, um, which I've felt for years, I don't feel like my vote counts for shit, because... Nobody I ever vote for is wins. Um, but we're now voting with our dollars. We're voting with our feet. We're saying, I'm not going to your establishment. I'm not buying your product because you did some fucking dumb shit. And I, I'm just, I'm just proud of everybody for making like, this is, this is where, you know, the hundredth monkey thing or whatever, whatever's going on out there. But just as a group, we all decided, nope. That's not okay. We're done. And and now this company is literally selling off assets. Uh, just amazing. 
and the assets that they're selling off are it's really intriguing because if you think about what happened <clears throat> what happened to craft beer when the craft beer revolution yes. happened you're right everybody yep. called it a bubble and suddenly it, it's i think it's kind of ta tapered off a little bit but one of the things that happened was was ambev and all these other big boys um got really really upset and they started buying up um breweries left and right so they started right. up buying up the little guys yeah so now you've got them join them yeah exactly so you've got all of these little breweries out there that i mean some of us call them sellouts which i think who wouldn't sell off their brewery for three billion dollars exactly <laughs> or, you know exactly. What, i mean i i have a lot of more than that much I and mean, we're talking you know 50 million 100 million here and there depending on who it Dude, was i, I think um, i'm gonna be honest right now if somebody wanted to buy whiskey hell this show for like five grand i wouldn't do it but i'd think about it for a little bit <laughs> you think you take five <laughs> seconds um <laughs> yeah mm. but i mean but yeah, seriously if somebody approached us and was like hey uh we want to syndicate the show for you know six million a year who who's gonna say no to that well I, rogan I mean, certainly didn't i mean he was he, he got what 100 no. million or something like that yep take the payday man and i and what happened was too, which was really cool, is that a lot of these brewers that you know started these these craft brews, uh, these these microbrew places, um, on basically a, a fucking doobie and a and a and a hundred grand, um, <laughs> they got this huge payout. But then like Ambev often kept the brewers on staff, so yes. they they got a huge payout, and then they kept to, they still kept. They got to keep brewing their beer. They they got to keep doing what they what they love. And so, yeah. uh, who wouldn't take that payout? Of course. But back to your story. Uh, back to the the way things happen. Ambev was just like this giant vacuum. Them and a couple of the other big players. This giant vacuum, you know, pulling up all of the small guys. And now that that this is the poetic beauty of all of this right now, is that they're having to sell these guys back off. My hope. Is that I, I'm I'm really surprised that Tilray is taking them. Tilray is one of those is one of those companies. It's a pot company that when the um, during COVID it was one of those uh, stocks that everybody was playing because yeah we were in COVID. But let's go ahead and let's go ahead and flirt you know making pot legal federally. So that was one of the one of the stocks that was really pumped. Now this is I for me this is kind of a pivot for them because they're still a pot company, but now they're di kind of branching out a little bit and they're taking shock top breckenridge blue point brewing 10 barrel brewing company mm. red hook which red hook was fantastic oh, um, yeah. before it went to ambo before uh, right winmer brothers brewing which is a staple um yeah and then square mile cider company i don't know much about highball energy I've, I've seen him in the store but it's never been something i like followed so i i'm i'm hoping they all get a breath of fresh air now I, I think that would be really, really neat. I I agree. And I also hope that, um, you know, whoever the parent company is, whoever you are, how about you, you, you buy the company, you make them fiscally sound, and then you get the fuck out of the way and you let them do what they do best, which is brew let beer. Let them brew. Exactly. Let them brew. And let, let us, the consumer, let us with our, with our last vestige of of actual personal choice and freedom that we have let us spend money on what we like and if you're brewing good beer i guarantee you if you build it they will come 
I mean, this show is built around good beer and sometimes some bad beer. But, oh, yeah. you know, as you as you said earlier, even we even appreciate the effort on the shitty beers because somebody put their blood, sweat and tears into that. And I appreciate that. Um, I'll never knock a brewer for that. So, yeah, just get the hell out of the way and let these people do what they do best. So the stock price on that, I thought, I think this is kind of interesting. Um, you can tell where somebody floated the uh, the idea. Yeah. Uh, looks like that was on July 25th, and it topped out at 3.02 on August 8th when the story dropped. Yeah, where did it start? At, at one at 161? Uh, 168. 168. On, on July 12th, 25th, yeah. Shit, so it, it more than doubled, almost doubled. Yeah. So I'm not saying go out and get the stock at all because the market cap is way too high and that sucks. But um, yeah, but I, yeah, I think it it's is. just interesting when you look at that's a lot of faith that went into Tilray. So we'll have to see what they do with it. I would be interested to see. I wouldn't be surprised if you start getting a lot of beers that are more CBD enhanced. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's a like trend. That. Yeah. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I mean, if I'm if I'm looking at, a, you know, a a couple of eight by 11, you know, spreadsheets in front of me. And, uh, and I'm looking at somebody like, let's say, um, Oh, why can't I think of it? Like Kellogg's, like a, a, one of these big food giants. If I'm looking at them buying a brewery or, or somebody like Tilray buying a beer company, I'm much more like Kellogg's it's, it's, we know all the bullshit and the, the, Procter and Gamble and all the crap they put in f- the foods and the products that we use every day. I mean, they're, they're basically, let's make this as cheap and as shitty as possible, but still give it good flavor. So people keep buying it versus Tilray. That's like, Hey, this is a natural grown product. We use the best, you know, most organic ways to, to craft our product. And now they're buying beer companies to me that the the whole company philosophy is much more to my liking than if a you know Procter and Gamble or whoever were to buy up these beer companies because then all of a sudden you know there's going to be all sorts of preservatives and and cheap shit going into your beer that you don't want that that a is going to give you a shitty hangover b is probably going to cause you cancer um, going by Kellogg's record and and c it's it's going to be an inferior product just by flavor um, so no I'm I'm actually pretty pleased that ambev not only that they have to sell but they're also that there's that you know who's buying these up is a pot company because pot is a plant after all it's all natural and let's stick with that philosophy yeah i like it we're going to see we'll we'll keep following it as as that uh over the next year or so as uh tilray takes on um that type of business that'll that'll be interesting Another thing that came out this week was that Beyond Meat is dying. Dying. The vegan food company said its revenue dropped nearly 31% in the last three months up to the end of June compared to the previous world. Um, and their, their shares even fell 10% on Monday. That's that's interesting also because I can't stand the whole movement. Um I think it, you know. I still adamant that it's tied to WEF stuff, and that's just right. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm I'm right there with crazy. you, and I, and you you know, I mean, it's well documented on the show. You know my journey. I I decided to try it. You know, I I, I watched Game Changers on Netflix, and you know, I I work out. I'm a I'm a 
I'm not a gym rat because I don't go to the gym, but my half my office is my gym and I work out every day. Um, plus I teach martial arts. So that's like my, I just thought, you know what? Maybe it is a cleaner way to live. It, it's first of all, the beyond meat stuff. When you really get right down to it, I, the flavor, it's not meat. It, it doesn't taste like meat. It has the same spices, but it doesn't have the same texture. It doesn't have the same savoriness, the same depth of flavor. Like you're, it's like it's almost like your body's going, "Hey, uh, this isn't enough." You're lying <laughs> you, to me. Yeah, you're. Yeah, this is a big fat lie. Um. So, and I'm wondering how many other fitzes are out there. Like, how many people decided to give it a try, especially during lockdowns? Like, all right, let's concentrate on my personal fitness and my well being, and maybe eating plants is the way to go. And then now we're all kind of waking up and going, uh, not only do I not feel good when I eat like that." But I just – I don't enjoy my food anymore because 31% is huge, and and their stock going down 10%. I mean that's that's big because these guys are in uh, – I mean this is what Starbucks uses for their vegan substitutes. Oh, yeah. A lot so, of companies I mean, take, do. McDonald's is starting to use it. And yes, I've got, yep, right. I, I go to a bar here. It's called uh, the Dog House, and it's – it's I think it's it's kind of franchised, I think. Um, but they do a ton of – a beyond or no no i'm sorry they use impossible sorry oh uh -huh, impossible. Um, yeah and i it's that's fine you know, if you want to go ahead and do that 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 that's totally fine i think it's ridiculous not to have balance that that's the part that kills me but yeah, um agree you know, when you hear that uh you know places like ireland wanting to call two hundred thousand uh you know cattle jesus um australia yeah, the mrna yeah. testing that they're starting to do that came out in june i think you even found a story on that earlier in the week yeah that they're they're actually going to mandate any beef that's going to become you know dinner it's going to be end up as a food product has to be injected with this mrna vaccine so i mean really australia really and i and i'm I'm, we can joke about it right now and say Australia, it, that's like a, a testing ground. If it if it flies there, it's it's coming to a store near you, guys. I mean, you won't be able to avoid this shit no matter what you're eating, no matter what you do. Because I mean, unless you're growing your own cattle, which I've contemplated in the last couple of years here, farmer um, farmer fits. Yeah, <laughs> straw hay, a little string of hay sticking out of my mouth. But I, I, I mean, unless you're doing that and literally growing the the thing from calf to to slaughter, you don't know what's going to be in your food in the next couple of years here. And it, that's, I know it's it, 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 man, it's all dystopian and oh, what do we do? And but but really, when you think about it, that's frightening. Um. What is the USDA? What is the FDA? What what are these people? How much are they getting paid off to approve this shit? Even though it's not only has it been unproven to to help, it's been proven to hurt, to harm. I, I just I don't I don't understand. I don't know what we're doing here. Well, let's you know let's not forget we're all about paying off government institutions. You know, $325 million in um, kickbacks to the NIH yeah. during COVID. Yeah. Who, who's to say yeah. the FDA is not getting kickbacks? 
maybe hey guys make sure that you uh I mean, let's go ahead and have a little more cow more mad cow disease can we do that can you guys go ahead and uh you know put a limitation someplace well I, it's been documented that the you know u.s dairy council has been paying off the usda for years for years to, to just look overlook guys it, i mean yeah i mean if you want to see a film that'll just kind of throw you for a loop um cowspiracy is is tough and i and it doesn't keep me from eating eating beef anymore at all um but what it has done is curbed my appetite for milk and dairy products um just because of what you see these yeah i mean it just watch it if you want i'm not going to go into it here because it's 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 tough to watch but um <clears throat> yeah the dairy council's been paying off the usda for a long time so yes of course it's happening in the fda as well of course it has to um and and who's incidentally and who's to say that you know the wf and entities like that aren't behind paying off oh, other dairy councils australian dude, oversight right. these people are so good at covering their tracks i mean if if they were doing it we would never know you know no, even even no. these freedom of information act requests um we're gonna take they they take months they take months and they're never going to catch it yeah so no i i yeah that's and that's what we're putting in our bodies guys i mean if, if you go with the philosophy of you know food is medicine which is how i try and live um it's going to be increasingly difficult to to use your diet to um, make yourself healthy, to decrease your inflammation, to improve your cardiovascular health, to increase your uh, ability to focus and, and have mental clarity. All of those things are going to get tougher and tougher as they introduce more and more shit but into the stuff. Okay. We're eating. That's okay, though, because big farmers got us covered. They're going to be able to fix us. <laughs> Good. Right? <laughs> make them sick, make them healthy. Well, that's it. Hey, did uh, you know? That's... Did you know that we figured out uh, in inflation what the actual problem is? Oh my God! I yes, I saw this. I've seen videos and I read an article about it. But yes, go ahead and play roll the video. Taylor Swift and Beyonce are actually impacting inflation and the GDP with their current tours. That's right. Two big, huge economic powerhouses. We have one economist telling us that they believe that Taylor Swift will generate $5 billion in U.S. GDP because of ticket sales, airfares, hotels, and merchandise. And uh, we also have world leaders wanting to get in on a piece of the economic Taylor Swift pie. You have the mayor of Budapest, Hungary, and the president of Chile, both writing to Taylor Swift, asking her to come to their city and their country. And you also have Prime Minister Justin Trudeau tweeting this to Taylor Swift. He says, it's me. Hi. I know places in Canada would love to have you, so don't make it another cruel summer. We hope to see you soon. And Taylor Swift adding Toronto to her tour list. And we cannot forget Beyonce. She has done in the past historically seven hundred and sixty seven million dollars in terms of money coming in from her world tours. This tour is expected to do just as well, if not more. And on the inflation front, though, Beyonce has caused a little bit of a stir when she launched her world tour in Stockholm, Sweden. The country was feeling high inflation. Economists were hoping to see it dip in the month of May. 
Beyonce had other plans when she came to town. So many people wanted to see her. They were spending like crazy. So they were happy to have Beyonce, Bianca, but they were not happy to have high inflation. But I bet you they would say that was money well spent today. <laughs> Vanessa. There you have it. Well, I'm jeez. I'm glad we got this inflation <laughs> thing figured out. I really am. I, I mean, by God, let's let's burn these witches at the stake. What 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 evil witchcraft <laughs> are they using to increase inflation? I I would like to know. And I think tying them to a stake with a bunch of kindling underneath them would do it. I I mean, we want answers. God damn it! What the fuck? Well, where are by, we? Where by are we living? Right, Bidenomics. Yeah. If it wasn't. This is Joe needs to watch out because this is going to totally hurt Bidenomics now. So we're going to Beyonce Nomics, Beyonce Swift Swiftonomics, Swiftonomics. Ay yeah yeah. How old is Beyonce? How are are they are they in their prime or no? I think Taylor Swift definitely is in her prime. I think Beyonce is. Um, I think her official age is hot as fuck, but I'm not sure. Let me look it up. Please do. <laughs> uh beyonce i mean i wouldn't eight. kick taylor out of out of bed either but oh I, no I no 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 i you know what i i actually i gotta say i'm not a i'm not a swifty i'm not a whatever they call beyonce fans so beyonce is 41 so she's she's oh, just really? a little yeah she's just a little younger than us but she's definitely i would say i mean i still personally i still feel in my prime but i know most people think that 40 is kind of you're you're on the you're on the down backside of the hill, but um, no, I I think I actually want to say that Taylor Swift. I'm not a fan necessarily, but everything that I've seen, she is actually an outstanding person. She's a good, uh, she's amazing to her fans. She again, I don't want to discredit CNN or anything here, but she infuses economic boosts to to uh towns and countries counties cities um in her uh she did a uh tour stop in chicago they had the highest hotel capacity uh since before like i don't know 2003 or something I mean, it's the highest they've had in 20 years um, because she was in town and so you have that sort of economic infusion into a big city like chicago that's not inflation dipshits that's that's a healthy economy and people are buying and spending and and making the economy more rich and diverse because they're there to buy food. I mean, that's not just a concert. It's it's hotel stay, it's restaurants, it's rental cars, it's airfare. All of these things that we Stuff all want that those wouldn't prices. normally be booming. Yeah. That's right. And so it's a it's a huge economic infusion. So um, but I, I, I think, I mean, I think Taylor Swift is a good person. I, I think she does. She tries to do her best. She's not a Lizzo. I mean, we got Lizzo coming out making people eat vaginas <laughs> out of, I mean, bananas out of vaginas. I mean, she's not a piece of shit like that. And neither is Beyonce. I mean, th these no. two are pro they're professionals. You know what I mean? They, and you know what? And that that is that is, that is probably the best compliment at this point that you can say. Yep. Is right. that they are professionals, which yep. there's not much of that. No, nope. anymore. No, I mean, even to the point there's a, that video that kind of went viral, but Taylor Swift was doing a concert. I think it was in Germany, but I could be wrong on that. But it started, it was an outdoor venue and it started to pour. 
And she just, she was like, fuck it. And she just kept singing. She just went out there and did her thing, dancing, shaking her ass, and it was pouring. And because she stayed, the fans stayed. Like that's, to me, you know, when we would go to all those punk shows back in the day and it didn't matter how big the band was or, or how many people knew who they were. What mattered to me is that they showed up for the fans, you know, that, that they were interactive with the crowd, that they were playing songs we wanted to hear, that they were throwing their guitar picks out there for us to, I don't know, put in our pockets and lose two days later. But they were there for the fans. And if it, and so even if Taylor Swift is the biggest thing on the planet, if she's there for the fans, I'm all about it. Good for you. You go, girl. And you keep causing inflation. <laughs> Because uh, it, I mean, I don't know. It's good. But stuff. isn't it it's funny that, that that's what they're going to go ahead and put up as the that well that well that's that's what's one of the things that's going to keep inflation up. We better not have that well, okay. rather than actually putting the onus on the Fed, putting the onus on Biden and our shitty government. That those, those, those that's what they're going to use as a deflection. And so going back to what I said in the beginning of the show, this is one of those stories that I feel like the the you know the cattle shoot is narrowing. They're, they're trying to take away something that is beloved to a lot of people by saying that it's somehow causing what's making your 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 dinner plate be twice as expensive as it was two years ago. Because we're nearing that. I mean, groceries are at 175% of where they were two years ago. So you don't think every American family is looking around going, what? why is everything so fucking expensive? That's not to mention gas, rent, you know, utilities. And then, and then this story comes out, and some poor schlup who just, you know, put dinner on the table for his family of four, and it cost a hundred dollars, which is maybe more than he made in in, you know, his shift. Um, and then the story comes out that Taylor Swift and Beyonce are the bad guys. You know, maybe he doesn't save up to buy a ticket for his daughter to go. I, I don't know. I I'm I just don't know why they're trying to find why they're trying to make these two evil, because we love them, I guess. Well. It's not it. It's it's Ukraine's fault. It's China's fault. <laughs> um, it was COVID's fault. Um, what else we have? Oh, aliens. It's aliens' fault too. Yeah. So it, yeah. it's everything but who should be taking the onus for it, which is the government. Yep. Yep. I can't remember which one it was, and I tried to look up while you were talking. It was either Beyonce or it was Taylor Swift, but one of them kept. And I think it was went along with your story where she kept playing in the rain because they ran long. She ended up paying the city, like the MTAs, the sub subway folks, uh-huh. um, in the city, like um, police and all that. Paid ended up paying them an extra hundred grand because they kept everybody out, so like paid their overtime because they they she continued playing. Um, so I don't know which one it was, but going back to being a pro, that's the kind of stuff you do. Dude, that's that's just that's just being awesome. That's just being a stand-up fucking person. And so again, right there, she's infusing economic, uh, you know, stability to the cops and the you know the government workers that kept the city running. And then she was like, "Hey, I get it. I'll I'll pay the late fees." That's, dude, that's awesome. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Where do you want to go next? We kind of killed the, uh, the money angle of it. We could have gotten into. Power grid hikes, the ESG scores being removed from debt ratings, zero hedge, China buying gold. I, I kind of, I think we can kind of move on, move on from that stuff. Yeah, I, I think so too. I do think, I do want to mention too, um, just a quick mention that um, Barstool <laughs> is back <laughs> yeah. in, uh, what's his name, Portnoy's, um, yeah. he, he owns it again. He sold it for what, 50 million? No. And then he... 550 550 okay well uh, sorry i i need to move the decimal over one 551 million was the original price that penn purchased barstool from him for right so he's he's set forever period i mean he can do he during this from when COVID started and i i admit it he was he still is a very interesting guy to follow um Just I, I because it, it's like you know what it, it's kind of like you know what, what's it, what the, what's he gonna do next? Yeah, um, yeah. He I don't agree dick. with everything he says. <laughs> yeah, he's a fucking douche. Exactly. But, but he, he he does take care of the little guy. I love how he's taking care of like the, all the pizza owners through COVID. They did. He did a ton of outreach, making sure that all these pizza places and local restaurants in New York stayed um, stayed on board. Um, all all of this kind of stuff, right? So good, upstanding stuff, like professional shit even though everything else he did really wasn't professional but like you were saying he originally sold this sold bar stool for 50, 551 million pen takes them on and they couldn't stay regulated because of all of the shit that he would constantly be getting into whether it's the <laughs> hit pieces and they were fucking hit pieces yeah he wasn't doing yep. any thing with any chicks it was all it was it, honestly it reminded me a lot of the andrew tate stuff i was man i was just about to go there i'm glad you did yeah that's exactly what i was thinking it um, was a, it was a assassination of character at every turn yeah but yeah. because pen is a regulated business and it has a stock price barstool impacted them a hell of a lot so they turned around and said, you know what, here, just fucking take it back. We're going to go partner with ESPN, which that's going to die. That's oh, going to fucking die. ESPN's <laughs> already dying anyway. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if Penn turns around and buys ESPN from Disney now. So I, I, I can't. Yeah, I can't argue that against that. I, I think you're right. I think that's exactly um, what will happen. And I think getting rid of Barstool actually frees them up to do something like that. They'll need, they'll probably need some cash. Penn's pretty huge, but um, but yeah, they just went ahead and signed it over to him. Now there's some stipulations that went along with that that he needs to. Let's see, um, if he sells it, they get fifty percent of it. Um, and it, there's also some other stipulation that they get a cut if he starts making money in some other way with it. Like if yeah, he but they partners up with somebody else. Right. And they didn't just give it. I mean, he had to buy it back for something. He bought it back for a dollar, a dollar. Yes. Which which (laughs) now he only has, you know, five hundred and forty nine million nine hundred ninety nine 
thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars left. Yeah. Wow, that was a lot of mathing I just had to do. My head is literally throbbing. <laughs> um, what was? What do you think? What was their plan? What I mean, I feel like Penn walked into the to the you know dog shelter, and and they they saw this fucking ratty ass buffed out Rottweiler, and they're like, yeah, we'll take that one. And then it just started killing children in the in the in the neighborhood, and they were like, okay, you can uh, have it back. Maybe now. not. Well, it was we don't Rocky. know what to do with this thing. It was the story of Rocky, right? I mean, he they, he got hot. They bought him. They took him in, and then after a while, he got kind of hard to like like keep with. You suddenly he's not real popular anymore. Maybe we yeah. need to go and get rid of this guy because he's actually too much trouble for us. And yeah. they then when did they buy him? They acquired him during COVID, right? During COVID, yeah. During when the you had tons of eyes on it. Now there's yeah. not so many eyes, so it's not yeah. as worth it. But I, th- I think they're, I think they're going to be absolutely fucked, though. I don't, I don't think they're going to do anything. I think ESPN's going to drag them down. Um, they, it's all, it, this is all for gambling. That's all it is. All it's going to be. The, the cool thing is, is going back to your point earlier when we're talking about our patrons, uh, our patrons. He is back to being solo. He doesn't answer yeah. to anybody. He can bring his staff back that he was forced to, to, to boot. He can go back yeah. to being controversial. He can go back to saying what he wants to say, which is. That's honestly, that's what made him important. And yep. you'll see, you might not like what he says all the time, but he's going to say it. And you got to respect the game. Yeah. Yep. I definitely, I definitely do. I mean, even if I, uh, well, we've talked about it before. I, if I don't like what you're saying, that's fine. I, but damn it, you have the right to say it. And I want to hear it. I want to hear it. And then give me a chance to argue back. And right. so I feel like we need more, more people like that. Um, well, stick you know, your balls out, right? I mean, that's, right. that's really what it comes down to sticking your balls out in the wind. Yep. Say, say what needs to be said. Cause right now I, you know, there's so many cows being <laughs> going back to the analogy, so many cows being called up, up ahead, you know, and they, they're doing it happily. I mean, they're still wearing masks. They're, they're still going to go out and get their 15th, you know, booster shot. And, that's fine. I mean, if you're if you're that bought in, go for it. But there needs to be people in the back going, "Hey, you might not want to be going in that direction. What about this over here?" And that's what we try and do on this show. And and others are doing it too. And they might be. I might not approve of their methods, um, but but at least they're out there saying something. Um, I, I'm much more weary of the people that are way too quiet right now. Well, they're way too quiet. You know, they're they're not saying it, but they're doing something on the other end, right? They're 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 being a little bit shady. They're um, talking out the wrong side of their face, kind of a thing. Yeah, or or they're turning me in for saying what I want to say. Let's go out to let's go out uh, outside of the uh, the U.S. And this was something that kind of popped up randomly uh, this week, and uh, the Ecuadorian president. Uh, can actually presidential candidate uh, Fernando Villa Vicencio. Yep. Can't. Yeah. Via Vicencio. Villa. Yeah. Thank you. Via Vicencio. Yeah. All right. I'm just gonna. Well, I'll say Fernando just, from now on. Yeah. In, just go by Fernando. Yeah. Please. There you right, go. Perfect. Okay. All right. All right. Deal. <laughs> um, so he was at a pol- political rally Wednesday night, um, and he was shot and killed. Yeah. He's he. Yeah, if you haven't seen the video, there's there's a couple of angles to it. Um, it's it's not really even worth going out and seeing the video. Basically, he's walking out of the rally, 
and uh and i counted 12 shots i think maybe i've seen reports that were up to 15 shots fired um so whoever it was i, I mean the, the, he wasn't going to get out of there alive it, it was um it was a done deal i mean once that first shot was fired the guy just was going to empty whatever he had in the clip in the magazine so total i'm not even going to say conspiracy this isn't this isn't tinfoil fat tinfoil hat wow tinfoil <laughs> Tin foil. Tin foil. <laughs> Jesus. Wow, that that's uh pickle beer is really well it's deep what India. it's what it's doing, it's not even the alcohol. It what it's doing no. though is it's 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 fucking with the muscles in my mouth. <laughs> I I don't think I've ever had that happen before. And you said you weren't gonna go sexual with that beer. Oh god. Okay, <laughs> so this beer, I wonder. Um, we'll have to, we'll have, yep, we're going to have to throw it out to a listener because I won't be testing this theory, but I wonder if this would, the tension in your mouth when you're drinking this would make BJ's like better. Well, and the salivation factor, right? I mean, that's, uh, that, that's yeah. going to make a wet hole. It, it definitely is going to make a wet hole. It, it's it gonna, for sure is. It's going to lubricate things. It, it definitely, oh my God, I can't. It's okay, know. man. Don't hurt yourself. It's all good. All right. Anyway, oh, going back to yeah. Fernando. Yeah. Vida Vis- your... Sorry. I'm on Fernando. it. Via Vicencio. Via Vicencio. All right. Yeah. See, this is good. We're going to keep doing that throughout the night. Oh, that's going to um, be bad. It, yeah. Just wait till we're really been drinking. Um, so here's the thing that we were both talking about, which was this was very, very strange. First of all, he was assassinated. That's horrible, right? I mean, obviously, we obviously don't approve of that. Um, yeah, dude had a family. He was just running for president. He wanted to make his country right. a better place, and now he's gone. So, why is the FBI going down and um, handling the? Uh... Uh, that's shit. That, that that's where things get start to get weird here. So, the best I can gather is, um, via Vicencio, he was a very outspoken about sort of, um outside threats to his country. He wanted to boot the uh, Mexican drug cartels. That was a big one. He yep. was he was out front on that. And he had had lots of threats because of that. And he, I believe he was quoted at one of his uh, rallies. He said, I'm, uh, he said to the people there in the crowd, he said, you guys are my shield. And he didn't mean that like he's going to throw one of them in front of him. <laughs> but just that his popularity was going to shield him from any actual, you know, physical threats, which we now know is not how it works. Um, but so he had asked, apparently he had asked for the American FBI's help in investigating some of these threats. Um, the Ecuadorian government was unwilling or unable to investigate these things to find out if they were credible or not. So he asked the FBI already prior to him being shot, I, I might need some help on, you know, finding out who's making these threats so we can get to the bottom of it. Well, that request has now being is now being honored <laughs> posthumously. Uh, thanks, FBI. Way to, way to come to the uh, rescue. Um, so they're rushing in to to do the investigation now to find out who actually did it. I it it sounds like a lot of political grandstanding to me. I don't I feel like the FBI is going down there to make us. To make themselves not look bad, like they dropped the ball. Um, but it's still there's there's 
it, I, I feel like we're missing something. Like there's still some other piece there that we're not quite sure of all the the, the parts, the pieces, the the moving targets on that one because. I mean, he was definitely anti anybody else messing with Ecuador. Get your get your money out of here. We're fine on our own, um, including the United States. And I I I know I read an article um, about him maybe a month ago, and I didn't pay attention to it because he was you know it's Ecuador. What do I care? Um, but but he said something in there to that effect that he wanted all foreign influence out of Ecuador. Um, we're just fine on our own. Thank you very much, and we'll make it happen. And the people loved him for that. Um, <clears throat> but so I, I don't know if there's a tie-in there, and that's why the FBI is going down there. We have zero proof. This is all conjecture. It's it is some tinfoil hat stuff, I guess. Although, when you look at our government's history in down in Latin America specifically, I mean <laughs> Venezuela, uh, we we kind of have a history of. You know, regime change. Colombia. And, and also, yeah, Colombia, even Brazil. You know, we, we get rid of the opposition. Anybody who's not United States friendly tends to have a bad day here or there. So I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm, I know I'm, I'm, I, we are making a leap. And so please take that yeah, with a grain like of salt. Like I said, yeah, it, it's, this yeah. is not tinfoil hat stuff. No. Um, we're not saying, but, it's it is odd and the first thing you have to do these days is okay so and we probably wouldn't have thought twice about it if the fbi wasn't going down there right i mean right not not we wouldn't say it we wouldn't have said a thing other than this is some shit i mean this is this is terrible for ecuador yeah, yeah. it's a third world country these, these kind of things happen in third world countries um but the fact that the, the fbi is going down there and and the FBI's role, the FBI's history of sort of being agent provocateurs, is not good. I mean, it's it's almost like, you know, the CIA does some regime change somewhere else, and the FBI is like, hold on, hold my beer, watch what we can do here in the U.S. So, it's it, just the whole thing feels crooked, and I'm, and maybe I'm just jaded. I will admit that I I am jaded, but <laughs> we just don't also, trust anybody anymore. <laughs> exactly. It's not like I'm jaded just because I woke up one day and wanted to be. I'm jaded because Cause we repeatedly be. <laughs> this shit happens. Yeah. So anyway. Oh, all right. Um, how's that beer treating you? I think we've kind of talked about mine. I'm oh, having a she's... hard time getting through mine. You know, I'll be honest. Well, yeah, I you're a fucking hero oh, for getting through that thing, by the way. Oh, we we do have a Hefe sighting here. Hefe. So, great timing, Hefe. How we doing? Good. Uh, Good. How are you doing? Yeah. Doing okay. Excellent. Did you have a good table? I did have one good table. That's nice. First of all, I mean, talk slowly, but how hot was she? Well, she was a seven. Okay. Sevens are nice. I like sevens. All right, keep Span going. We're, we're not quite there yet, and our listeners are listening. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, please let, elaborate. Yeah. Well, tell it, was, it was on it was on Spanish twenty one, which <laughs> okay, is kind of yeah, erotic. Yep, that is erotic. And uh, I made a hundred bucks. Nice. Very good. What's the difference between uh, Spanish twenty one and other, or and, and blackjack? 
You can't say that. You can't say that, McShane. It's not Blackjack uh, anymore, remember? Damn it. <laughs> happy Jack. Sorry, Happy Jack. Happy I forgot. Jack. Thank you. My bad. God damn, you racist piece of shit. Anyway. Uh, Spanish 21 is um, is Blackjack, but but there's no there's no 10 cards in the deck. There's face cards, but no 10s. But the face, but but the face cards count as what? Count as ten. Okay. But there's no number ten cards, so there's slightly different strategy. There's less blackjacks because there's less tens. Right. Um, one of them is that when you have a twelve, you never stay. You either hit or double down on a hard twelve, like Fitz likes to do on a regular blackjack. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I won. <laughs> but the the cool thing is um is you can double down at any time or double double. So like if I deal you like a two and a three and you hit and get a six, you can double down after that. Huh. Okay. Or if I give you like a five and a four and you double down and I give you a two, then you can double down again for twice as much money. So if oh, you bet really? twenty yeah, you bet 20, then you double down 20, and your double-double's got to be 40. Damn. So you could be in for a lot of money real quick, but you could also win a lot. Yep. Yep. I like it. That's it's cool. Yeah, that's actually – that's a nice twist on uh, Happy Jack. I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I watched a movie last night, and Hefe, I want your opinion on this. It's uh, it's a new Netflix flick. Or is it a flicks? A Netflix flicks? I don't know. Anyway. Um, it's called uh, Heart of Stone, and it has Gal Gadot in it. Um, and oh, yeah. it's a it's it's a yeah it's a spy thriller. And I'm I'm a hu- I'm a huge fan of Gal Gadot. I I love everything about. I don't know her politics or anything, so I'm I'm not going there. I'm just saying everything about her uh, acting and her look, the way she talks. There's something about her mouth that I just. I'm infatuated with. And I don't even mean that in a sexual. I just like the way she talks. Anyway, in the movie, she's – well, I'm not going to set the whole thing up because I don't want to give away any spoilers. But there's a scene in which she's playing Happy Jack, and she has a 16. It's two eights. And she's playing stupid, so this head of security comes over, and he says – she pretends to be new at the game, and he says, oh, well, you should definitely split those. Um opinions on that hefe would if you were had double eights do you just always split that um per the strategy guide yes you always split aces okay. and eight yeah okay but, i mean and, and that's kind of what i thought but the dealer was showing what was the dealer showing a king i think yeah that's tough it, it is tough uh mathematically that's your best bet is to split them but well, it's, i mean if you got a big a big bet out there that's that's hard to do yeah, and of course through you know Hollywood movie magic, um, she split the eights. She got you know tens on each of those, so she got two eighteens, and then the dealer got to seventeen, so she won. Um, but I I I, I actually thought of you. I almost texted you and was like, hey, would you if if it was you, would you have split those eights? I I, I don't know if I would have, but maybe I would have. I don't know. Yeah, I norm. Yeah, I probably would have. Um, I would have hesitated, but uh, you know what is um, I've found as a dealer is one of the biggest um, advantages casino has. And I think this is I think this is a uniform thing. When you split aces, you only get one card on each ace. Yes, right. 
that is huge for the casino. Yeah, yeah, it is. Because if you get a two or a three or something, you can't hit yeah. again. No. Yeah. I mean, I've seen it a million times where someone, you know, they're, they're two aces against a five. Like, oh, I got this. And then they get a 20. And then, like you said, a, a three, you know, a 14. Yeah. And I pull a 17 or 18. Like, well, your, your aces against my five just got you a big push. Good job. Yep. Yep. But what else are you going to do? I mean, you got to hit your soft 12. <laughs> but don't, I mean, so then it, yeah. it really comes down to how much you're paying attention though too then right i mean if you haven't seen a lot, lot of face cards in a while then splitting it's just fine yeah i, but... I mcshane i know you're not you're not suggesting that someone count cards i know that's not what you're suggesting no no, no not at all nobody should count okay. cards counting cards is bad and, and we've never done that I just want to go no. on record officially. We've no. we've never gone to Vegas. We've never counted cards. You know where you guys? We need to go. We need to do a whiskey a whiskey hell cruise with a casino. The Ooh. last cruise that I was on, it was they had single deck blackjack. Ah, wow. So so, so Daddy was wow. was definitely counting cards that day. <laughs> you know that's another thing on Spanish is um. You split aces, you can, it's just like any other split. You can hit or double down. You can keep hitting. Oh, that's, that's nice. See, I, there's one other cool rule to that I forgot about. Uh, if you, if you get 21, you win automatically. Period. Oh, period. So why Black doesn't, or, why play, why play happy Jack then? <laughs> um, well, <laughs> that's, I, I guess maybe one drawback is like the, the tens take away from, the actual happy jacks on the table, but still it's yeah. But, but it also takes them away for the dealer. Yes. Yes. Right. I mean, oh. every, everybody's. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and the, the, another thing is uh, not on Spanish, but a lot of Vegas casinos have gone to the six to five payout for blackjack. Okay. That that's crippling to blackjack. I mean, well, yeah, Player. that's not. Yeah, why would you? Because what it used to be two to three. I mean, three to two. Yep. And that's. Yep. I mean that that's just putting more money back in the house's pocket. Exactly. Every time. Exactly. Wow. That's wow. why we do it. <laughs> yep. Fuck. Hey, Gambling gotta... can't even be fun anymore. What's that? Yeah. I got a question for you guys. All What's right. Up? If you were a baseball umpire. Would you be like over the top calling your strikes and strike threes or more like reserved or what would you think? I was well, a baseball umpire and I was always more reserved. I was, I was firm. And I, I was, I mean, I was, you knew it was a ball. You knew it was a strike. You knew it was an out, but I never took away from the game. Yeah. Well, I think you both, you both know my answer. <laughs> <laughs> like, are, are you, are you, are you going to Leslie oh. Nielsen it and dance oh, yeah. around the? Oh yeah, oh yeah, no. I, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get aggro. I'm gonna be like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I mean, every time, I, I would coin a phrase, some phrase, and I would just say it every time. <laughs> Guy strikes out looking stupid. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you, you went down looking. <laughs> oh yeah, and I I would just talk shit the whole way as he's going back to the to, to the dugout. 
Nice. Go cry, go cry to your mom, little bitch. Try again next time. <laughs> you run out and high five the pitcher. Good job, buddy. <laughs> Dude, nice throw. Nice throw. That might have been an inch outside the strike zone, but I was going to give it to you, kid. You're a fucking stud. Keep it up. <laughs> what, what, what would you do, Jeff? <clears throat> um, I think I'd be – my strike three would be over the top, but like the strike one – I would. I don't. I wouldn't point to this. I don't know why they point to the side. That must be like an why old do time. They point? I think it's an old time thing, like, like mark it as a strike kind of thing. Yeah, probably, That's my guess. Yeah. But I would just do like the fist in the air, like it's a strike. Um, but my <laughs> strike three would probably be more Leslie Nielsen esque. But there was a there was a guy when I played softball. Um, when Hefe played softball, there was a guy, an umpire, and he was a younger guy, and he would, he would, like whisper it like like a whispery growl thing like the and it's i mean that's slow pitch softball so you know what a strike is if it it's got to hit the plate <laughs> you better right yeah. so it's not like a big deal that he wasn't like over the top letting everybody know but it, it would hit and it'd be like <sighs> like super <laughs> i like turned around first time looked and I'm like what was he a i don't like know he just, he just only make grunts <laughs> That's probably I that we probably should cut that term out. I I yeah. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> potato head is part. Oh, potato head is that. <laughs> oh shit. Let's not insult cavemen here. Come on. Wasn't that from a Tarantino movie? From Boy's head. Yeah, exactly. Fucking potato head. Get that cross to bear. Fucking yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't I mean I don't know. I mean almost to the point where if okay, if that's your job, you're an umpire. I mean, why not franchise it? You know, why not come up with your own, your own franchise? I mean, your own uh, catchphrases. You know, yeah. You start reciting some gigantic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just thinking. Though like, I walk through the valley of death, you're out. Yes, stuff like yes. that. Bible nice. quotes. Um, you could quote some some Hamlet. Uh, you know, Four anything of the really apocalypse. You just start. <laughs> Tupac quotes. <laughs> Why Big not? Guy. Some Jay-Z stuff? I mean, just throw it out there. I think Dan Patrick once was talking about home plate umpires. He said, uh, he said, I want to be that one that does, looks like he's ripping a phone book in half when he calls the third yeah. strike. That's the <laughs> <Yeah>. one. <component. laughs> that would probably be me. Yeah, I mean, I think I think on strike one, Every time I would flip the bird, you know, like, well, that's one. And then on strike two, it's, you know, you give the piece. And then on strike three, it's, you know, two in the pink, one in the stink. Would you have, like, flipped the bird right at the batter's face? Like, let's try Oh, one. yeah. Oh, yes. Absolutely. I'm totally confrontational. Strike one, motherfucker. <laughs> you'd, you'd probably do it if it, like, it was a swing, a swing and a miss on it, too. Like, you'd still. Oh, especially. Especially. <laughs> what are you going to do with that bat, you little bitch? She dropped your purse. Yeah, yeah. Swing your purse again. Let's go, Alice. Come on. Another another pitch is coming here. Dude, what is wrong with us? What is wrong with us? I I blame you, Hefe. Hey, by the way, way to bring the fucking heat tonight. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Give him the heat, Ricky. (laughs) Shit. Do you guys like baseball movies? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you, oh, yeah. They, they never fail. Major League was always going to be my favorite, though, period. Oh, Done. hands Over. down, my favorite. But I even, I'll even even go to the touchy-feely, 
um, you know, Field of Dreams, Sandlot. Yes, we just had a quote in the in the chat. Sandlot, Joe. That's yes. Yeah, such Sandlot, a great movie. Sandlot's solid. God. Yep. Yep. I like. Uh, I like. I mean, Kevin Costner catches shit for his baseball movies, except Field of Dreams. But Bull Durham and The Love of the Game, oh. I, I could oh, watch. Yeah. Those. Yeah. True. Dude, for for the love of the game, I I mean, it, it is such a love letter to baseball. Baseball. Um, I just I love it. Um, what's where, what's the other where were you guys on Le- on uh, League of Their Own then? I, I I liked it. It was entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, I liked it, and I mean, it was historically accurate. I mean, they had these. They had these, you know, a hole to fill, so to speak. God damn it. Um, but, you know, all the men were off fighting a war, and they, but they still wanted to entertain people here at home and keep your morale up, your spirits up. I mean, I, yeah. And they actually could was, play ball. I mean, it wasn't they could like play ball, right. shitty ball either. I mean, it was, it was good stuff. I love the cast of it. I loved how, yeah, yeah. how, and honestly, for as much shit as we talk about Tom Hanks on this show, um, he was no, a fantastic. He was, he, he was like the was, manager that you wanted to play for. So it was that was fun. Totally. I mean, I I want my manager to be shit face drunk, um, basically <laughs> half the season. Um, and you know, and Madonna was perfect for that. You know, she the really was, just yes. the, the slutty, you know, girl from the Bronx who wasn't going to take shit. Um, even what's her name, the comedian, um, not Roseanne, Rosie O'Donnell. The other. Thank you, Rosie yeah. O'Donnell. God. I'm terrible. Uh, even she was she was great in it. Um, and you know what I really liked? What I found was touching. And I, I, God, why not? Let's just go here. Um, at the end of the movie, when they're they have like the reunion, they had some of the actual old players yeah. in those scenes. Yeah. And I just thought that was a really fucking cool homage. That's that was. And then they showed pictures of them at like while they're rolling the credits. I that's just that was cool. Well, it it brought it together. I mean, it was like, yeah. hey, everybody. This this actually happened. I know we've told you that it was a real story, but it actually did happen. Yeah, right. Um, what would you guys I Hefe, I kinda know where you're gonna go with this, but uh McShane, what about uh your thoughts on um the natural? Did you ever see that one? Oh, I did love I in fact I was trying to remember what the name of the name of that movie was. Um but yeah, I I, I dug it. I, I did dig it. Yeah. Same um, we, yeah, we actually with our our uh, old buddies, we we made we remade that movie with an old yeah. VHS camcorder. We remade. Did you it. really? Oh yeah, we did, and it was so terrible and awesome at like, the same time. It was like ten minutes long, right? Yeah, we, we summed up yeah. the whole movie in ten minutes, and and the I acting guess. in it. I, I, I just go. have to say, all, all right, right, dude. All right, we'll talk to you later. All right. But yeah, that that one's that one's another good one. I I liked it. All right, uh, let's go ahead and get into beer two, shall we? Yeah, let's let's do that. Before we break, uh, I just want to say F.A. is the hardest working man in show business, um, and that's that's not just a cliche. That that dude is working like seven jobs, and he still makes time to come on this show and and brings us some great content. So, F.A., when you listen to this, uh, big huge shout out to you. You're the original shout out. Uh, thanks Amen. for bringing it, man. Yeah, that's huge. Amen. All right, uh, we will be back with beer two. Be right back. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right. Uh, beer two fits. Uh, I've I survived the, uh, the pickle affair. <laughs> is that what we're calling it? That's what I'm calling it. I'm okay. Calling it All right. Affair. Yep. I like I don't it. I have to ever do that again. And it's kind of like one of those, hey, if you don't, if you, you, you have to at least try it, right? It's like your vegetables. How do you know you don't like it until you try it? And now I know uh, I, I don't mean, like it. Okay. But it was it was better than that nitro from last week from uh, BrewDog. So <laughs> that's a conundrum. You know, maybe we should, everybody, here's, okay, here's what we're going to do. Everybody does a best of show. We should have a worst of show. <laughs> like our worst <laughs> beers of all time. Because we've we've so, had some doozies. I like that idea. And one of the things that I'm going to do is go back and remaster our older stuff. Oh, okay. Um, because we're way better now. And I like, we should be able, I, I can do better, a better job editing. Um, so I want to go back and do that. So I, as I'm doing that, maybe we can go ahead and pull some stuff and, uh, and, and check it out. I like that idea. And I'm also, yeah. I still have to, we still have to start that, uh, uh, what was it? Moose lounge, um, had the idea for building the database of beers. Um, yeah, I know. I, 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 I we definitely need to do that. We were kind of doing that through untapped and, and, but but that just felt like a lot of work. Um, and so then I stopped. I, I, I know I shouldn't have. And that's a bullshit excuse. But that's that's the truth. Well, it was also there's a lot going on, too. And we yeah. weren't as I, I don't think we were as consistent as what we are now. So, yeah. Right. Um, so that's OK. But that, that's that's fine, though, because we're going <laughs> to I've got another way I'm going to try and do it. We'll use the website, make sure stuff is on there. And uh, yeah, so that's that's going to be coming way down the road. I'll, I'll try and get done as soon as I can. <laughs> I like that you left that open way down the road at some point. Yeah. But I, yeah, but, but for Moose Lounge, if you guys are listening, I have not forgot about it. So, yeah. All right. Next beer for me is by Jester King. Uh, we are starting to get more of their beers out here in the good old AZ. And uh, as soon as I saw it, I needed to have Mechzilla, Mech, Mechasaurus, Rex. That's what it should have been. It's Rex Rex, Mach- Rex Machina. Machina. Yeah. yeah. That's a I great can't pronounce name. Jack shit tonight. That's all right. That's that's a great name. That's a play on the uh the old uh graphic novel from Ex Machina. Did you ever watch the movie Ex Machina? I did. We I, might have to talk I, about that sometime and that may fit into our AI I conversation that we're going to have on Yeah, it the it will. I I actually hated the hated the movie because I read the graphic novel years ago. Okay. And uh, and the graphic novel was, I mean, it's just one of those where the book was better. You know what I mean? But yeah, this is still. I mean, what a great, that's a great idea to have like a mechanical T Rex. And it, what is he shooting? Hops there? That's pretty funny. Um, no, those are like daisies. He, he's daisies. shooting sunflowers or daisies. One of the twos. Yeah. Yep. So 
That's so this great. is a collaboration with Weldworks Brewing, which another brewery that we've had on here quite a bit. Pours a yeah. yellow, cloudy yellow. It's it's not a green hazy like you get a lot with a lot of IPAs, but this is more of a lemon looking hazy. So smells good. Smells like a West Coast IPA. Okay. You can tell I went the exact opposite direction of that last beer. Yeah, I, same. I'm I'm really switching gears with my second beer too. So that's good. Oh, that's a clean IPA. That is a that's a hazy with a little bit of bite. It's not abusive though. Mm. There's it's not assaulting like the last one. <laughs> it's a little mouth watering, but it's not bad. This is a gr- easy drinker. Very happy with that. All right. Yeah, I that that looks. I and this is a stupid thing to say, but I'm just gonna say it because it's the first thing I thought when I saw the picture <clears throat> there on the on the website, it looks like a very tasty beer to drink. You yep. know what I mean? Some of, some of them you can look at and be like, Oh, that's going to be rough. This one just looks pleasant, smooth. You know, like you said, that really nice golden pour yep. kind of hazy. This is a patio patio crushable. beer. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I think, yeah, the ABV is 6.7. No aftertaste. This one would get you in trouble. Yeah, right. You have three of them and you go, oh, that was good. And then you're laying down in the middle of your living room wondering why you're pissing yourself. Yep. Doing snow, or, I mean, snow that's, angels. That's what happens to me anyway. I, I don't know. <laughs> good stuff. Hey, I, you know, really quick before I get into my beer, I, I was I was thinking um, about my confrontational umpire style. I do want to say that um, if Bo Jackson came to the plate, I would immediately become a very domesticated house cat. Um, that that motherfucker broke <laughs> or, baseball bats on his body. Or Vladimir Guerrero. I I would be or, scared yes. of that guy. That dude was a beast, and so dude, was, I he's mean, Bo. Yeah, Bo's. I mean, they're Bo's, they're Bo's both the just units. They're just units. I I don't know. I mean, I don't know if anybody out there has ever you know broken boards with any piece of your body, but. It's not easy, and one of the reasons baseball bats are so I used to do it with for... my dick. Hmm. Okay. You... Sorry. Continue. <laughs> no, you're just gonna let that hang. I. That's. That's impressive. Uh, anyway, one of the reasons baseball bats are so good for home defense is because they don't break when you hit somebody with them. Correct. And then you got Bo Jackson. You know. Putting one on his head and just snapping it like a fucking twig. Or so over I think, his knee, he did that too. Just, yeah, I mean, over his knee too. But, yes, exactly. But he would. But this is also the guy who would run through walls. Yeah. Yes. Run through walls. That's right. So, what I'm saying is, strike three for Bo Jackson would be very polite. <laughs> uh, sir, uh, I'm I'm sorry, but that was a strike. You're, you're, and I, you, I, you know what? It's a ball. It's a ball, Bo. Don't even never mind. About it. But I'm changing my. Changing my mind. So anyway. you know what? That was it. You know what? Just go to first base. I'm just gonna let you go. It's fine. I was just thinking, like trying to talk shit to Bo Jackson. No I, way. I mean, I guess you know if you want to go out in a ball of flames, like you have two choices. You can uh, crash an airplane into the side of a mountain, or if you don't have your pilot's license, you can just go talk shit to Bo Jackson, and then he'll beat you to death with your own arms. Um, you know, cool options. <laughs> What's your uh, second so, beer? <laughs> so my second beer. So this is by this is a brand new brewery to me. Um, this is by Urban Artifact. Never heard of them. They are from the Midwest, and it, it's what's odd about the um, 
about the can. It doesn't say where in the Midwest. So just somewhere in the Midwest, this brewery exists. Um, but they are called Urban Artifact, which I think is a cool name. The can's actually kind of pretty. And this beer is called The Gadget. This is a raspberry and blackberry Midwest fruit tart beer. And oh, wow. one of the reasons I got it is, well, lots of reasons. Raspberries and blackberries are my favorite berries. Oh, it's, um, so it's, of course, it's their beer right on the front, isn't it? There you go. That's it. That's it. Um, One of the 50 best beers in the world by Men's Journal. Well, wow. there you go. Holy see? shit, Fitz. <laughs> I'm, let's see if I can... If I can back that up, um, because what really counts is Whiskey Hell's opinion, not Men's Journal. Yeah. Um, but the other reason that I got this was it. this is a uh, sour, but it's an 8%er. An and I thought, wow, how did, how did you do that? So I, I had to try it. So uh, anyway, it pours the most beautiful. I mean, it looks like just the juices of the raspberry and blackberry put together. I, I have wild raspberries and blackberries growing in my backyard, and I will – pick them all as they mature and then freeze them. And then usually somewhere in the middle of December, I get this hankering for berries. And so I'll take all those frozen ones out and I'll make a fruit compote with the blackberries and the raspberries together. I just, I just reduce them. I put some honey in there and it's the most amazing topping for like pancakes or ice cream or whatever. It's this color. That's exactly what the color of this beer is, is my, my fruit compote. Um, but, different viscosity of course the fruit compote's very thick and and uh hearty but this didn't this pour thick a, at all right it didn't pour no like a no it, it it poured it no 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 it poured like a beer it's got a nice thin purple head on it <laughs> it's a it's a purple purple headed beer We're, uh, you know, we, we, we i we have to be I, looking forward to the day that we have a show where there aren't dick jokes where there's zero sexual references, I don't. No, I don't I'm not saying that. Possible. Just no dick jokes. Just no dick jokes. One one night. There, there, there's, oh god. We're well, dick let's. Jokes. It's not going to happen. It, but no, we're going to have to put it off one more week. Yeah. <laughs> go, go ahead. Sorry. Anyway, it it does have a purple head to it, and it's um. It, but it, anyway, it's a beautiful, beautiful beer, and uh, so let's see how it tastes. Oh, good God. Oh, yeah. Looks like there's a threesome in my future. Um, My first beer was was thick and viscous and uh, sultry, uh, black lingerie. You know, she she was coming in. She was she knew what she was doing. uh, And uh, and and she came in with the purpose. This beer is um, just showing up to the bar in a sundress. Not really thinking she's all that cute, but comes in all bubbly and pretty and sidles up next to you and says, hey, what are you drinking? Um, and and your reply would then be, I'm drinking you because you're delicious. And this beer is amazing. So not super sour, not overwhelmingly sour, just just enough that you know you're drinking a berry, you know, fruit tart. Um Definitely raspberries, blackberries going on there, but really you can't differentiate between the two. It's just a really nice fruity sour ale. Um, the the uh, what's really nice is after you after you swallow the the exhale, mm-hmm. 
it's the you're getting all the fragrances of like being in this summer field like the greens and the freshes and all the pollen and if you have allergies you're probably sneezing but what a delicious beer really well done i i can see why this made uh top a top 50 list this is really good and you know you said crushable dude you could drink three of these and not even not even bat an eyelash and it's kind of scary that it's an eight percenter because there's zero booze in it zero wow all right that's a that's an excellent find we've had some urban artifacts um before at least one or two um but that's that's really really neat so yeah all right very cool Hey, can we just get into this real quick? I want to. I want to bring up um, some really, really great rapping. Can we do that real quick? Oh God, we're going here. Oh Jesus! Yes, okay. we have yeah. to. We we can't do avoid it. The absolute worst campaign stop ever. Oh, fuck me. By Vivek Ramaswamy. Yeah, Vivek, I think is how you Vivek? say his name. Yeah, Vivek. Uh, I'm going to hack every name I can possibly do. That's, it's what you do, man. It's it's cool. I love it. And which is I, funny I, because I actually can pronounce things usually really well, except when I come on here. It's 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 your stick, man. Go, go with it. Um, I. Okay, how? I mean, are we in bizarre world? Because we yes. have a a a a brown man who is running for president, who is rapping a white rappers, which is a which was originally a black, you know, uh, art expression. Um, it just it. I, how how did we get here? I guess is what I'm saying. You how know, how? Mm. Why? I it it and it's I I in, in Iowa. That was in Iowa. <laughs> By the way. <laughs> that was at the Iowa the, State Fair. You know what? The rap rap I mean, capital of the world, little known fact. Yeah. I mean yeah. he's relating and that's fine. I I I get it. I totally get it why he's doing it. Um but just as I was starting to kinda like kinda dig his message. Yeah. He does this, and then he turns around and what was it this week? He also said something about, um, yeah, I agree, Joe. I don't. Oh, think, he would. No one is. No one is voting for that clown. Um, he flip. Oh, yeah, he said that he, he would entertain he, yes. pardoning yep. Hunter Biden. Yep. Yep. He did say that. Really? I, I mean, yeah. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Dean. You remember, remember when Dean, you know, did his yeah, and his voice broke, and it like killed his campaign. Yeah, um, th- this I this find this was that. this was Ramaswamy's Dean moment. Um, it, it's just so cringeworthy because, well, like I said earlier, why would you even attempt to to do that? I mean, I do that shit in the shower. I'll with him, but I'm not doing that in public. Um, and I'm certainly not doing it at a political rally. Um. If if that's my walk up music, 
then let it play, man. That's, let the message it, it, just That's fine. Well, and he wasn't right. I mean, he was trying he was trying to lip sync to it anyway and he was off and it was just terrible. Yeah, it was So, but here here's the uh I think it's it was Howard, Howard Dean. Here, Howard here's Dean, yep. here's here's this. After, after the ads, of course. Well, you guys, you have already got the picture here. I, I was about to say, you know, I, I'm sure there's some disappointed people here. You know what? You know something? You know something? If you had told us one year ago that we were going to come in third in Iowa, we would have given anything for that. And you know something? You know something? Not only are we going to New Hampshire, Tom Harkin, we're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico. <laughs> we're going to California and Texas and New York. And we're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington and Michigan. And then we're going to Washington, D.C. to take back the White House. Yeah! <laughs> and, he, and that was in Iowa also. <laughs> oh, it was in Iowa. Iowa just, man, that's a make or break place i mean that's I, that's the first oh that's the first you know primary that happens in the country and if you don't make it there you're i mean that's like the new york city of of of, of the, yeah of the heartland i mean it's yeah. it yeah. It's, yeah anyway we had to bring that up because that was just bizarre and <laughs> yeah. as soon as we have more oh okay <laughs> hold on let's get let's keep <laughs> let's keep the ridiculous going where where is the story <laughs> Chris Christie. <laughs> oh God, yes, there it is, right there. Yeah, Chris this Christie. Was, this was so weird. Why did he do this? Of of all of all the people he could have quoted, he chose Bon Jovi or Bon Jovi. It's, it's most my life know. as inspiration. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, this is this is tremendous. The uh, it was framed. Oh God! And he wasn't even. They're calling it an unannounced visit to war torn Ukraine. It's yeah. It's you, such a clown show. It is such a fucking clown show. Have you seen I mean, some of the uh, some of the video <sighs> coming out of uh, downtown? Uh, I guess it's Kiev now. I I've always oh yeah Kiev. in Odessa. I saw and, Odessa, and Odessa today, apparently. And these 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 parties that are going on with yeah. these in, incredibly beautiful, like Eastern oh, yeah. Euro- European women dancing around in um, oh, yeah. G-strings. But this yeah. is war-torn country. Oh, yeah. It's war-torn, yeah. and we should be sending them more money. I mean, look, if we're funding these ladies, let's do it. I'm in. Send well, them more money. I mean, you've got pool parties. You've got dudes walking around. There, there are living it right it looks like spring break in havasu in havasu yes exactly. <laughs> okay <laughs> they're having a good time i love yeah. it i love seeing people have a good time and i love right. that um bon jovi has now made an appearance in um ukraine but he didn't go like sean penn so that no that's, I, that's terrible i mean if anyone's gonna be immortalized on Zelensky's wall i feel like it should be bon jovi what the fuck? What the fuck is with Chris Christie? I don't know, dude. Me? He 
I don't know. Is he a Republican? Is it a Democrat? Does he just decide depending on where he wants to eat that night? I mean, the dude's a joke. Yeah, How does I, I anybody think, take this guy seriously? I don't know. Because he, he will literally be led by the nose with whoever the biggest funders are. I mean, right? Just whoever whoever's oh, yeah. paying for my dinner tonight, that's whose dick I'm sucking. Like, <sighs> that's Chris Christie. He's, 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 he's awful. Um, right. And by the way, have you seen any recent pictures of Bon Jovi? He still has the exact same hair that he had in the eighties, except now it's just all silver. Yeah. And, and I, I, it's, it's weird because it's, it's this disconnect because I'm like, wow, he looks really old. And then I'm like, but I grew up listening to, and I, oh, I grew yeah. up rocking with that guy and, um, and he's really old now. And I guess, I guess so are we, I don't know. What was your favorite Bon Jovi song? Oh, I Living on a Prayer, I think, is probably the one that I have sang the most to. But I also like the one that he did for um for Young, Young Guns. Guns. What was that yeah. one? Yeah, what was that one called? Um, um I, I just loved and I and I hate country music, but I loved the twangy, you know, I just love that shit. I, I, that's my jam. So it's, it's, it's close between those two, but living on a prayer is just so iconic. Um, I mean, when you picture Bon Jovi with the hair, that's the blaze of glory. Yeah. Blaze yeah. of glory. Thank you. And it was also, it was this message of like, yeah, we're, we're going to, we're going out, but we're going to take a few of these bitches with us. Yeah. Well, that, um, yeah, that that was the movie too. I mean, that was a fantastic yeah, right. movie. And you know what? This was also one of those moments where Hefe is sitting in his car going, it's blaze of glory, blaze of glory, yeah, you yes, idiots! It's blaze of glory. That's you morons. That was yeah. This that is when we should have had car when he's listening to this. I just remember Emilio Estevez shooting that fucking dude with um a, a shotgun with like a I think it was a dollar ten in dimes in it. Oh, the buckshot. Yeah. Time, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I time I didn't understand. I guess really how I mean I understand the concept of a gun, like you know. Boom, explosion, projectile enters the body, you're dead. Right. I didn't really understand how amazing it would be to shoot a dollar and ten cents at somebody. I mean, that's a lot of metal flying into a guy. <laughs> and then to be able to say the line in the movie was, that's the best dollar ten I ever spent. That's fucking <laughs> badass. That's pimp right there, dude. That that's that's so great. Or maybe so... it's best dollar eighty. Best dollar eighty I ever spent. I don't I don't know what it was now. Shit, it's been a while. What year was that? Eighteen ninety five, somewhere eighteen eighty? Let's just call it eighteen eighty five. We'll call it even <laughs> Sure. It was after the Civil War. That's all I know. Which ended in what, sixty five? Okay, that would have been fifty six dollars today. Fifty six seventy three <laughs> Oh, that's even better. That's even better. <laughs> Instead of going out and buying a cuddle couple of bottles of whiskey, you shot a guy. That's awesome. I'll make you famous. Um, I find it very strange that nobody wants to talk about what's happening uh, in Hawaii. Well, um, they only want to talk about a very thin, thin band of what's happening in Hawaii. Which is which is even, you know, it's it's almost by what they aren't saying. They're saying a lot. Right. We um, president and vice president are not going to fly out there because they don't want to take away from the emergency effort 
they're we're sending okay. 13 billion to Ukraine. We're only sending 12 billion of aid to Hawaii. Um, I find this all very very strange. And well, and the too, damage there is just in is just in, is immense. And I I'm I'm still and I'm look. I took one semester of fire science, okay? Just because I was interested in it. So I'm not an expert. But um you're on a and I and I've seen some some footage and it's definitely dry in this area where the fires happen, right? I mean, it's definitely it, it's not it's not this green luscious jungle that you picture Hawaii. But it is literally on the ocean. It is on the shore where these fires happened. So the moisture, the humidity is at minimum 75%. Minimum. So I'm wondering, I want to know how did it get hot enough? What was the fuel? Because you can't tell me it was the banana trees and and the 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 tropical landscape that was the fuel for the fires to be hot enough to melt cars. I mean, because if you see the footage, the 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 houses are raised. I mean, the, the entire place, it looks like it was just, you know, firebombed, napalm. And then and then you see the pictures of the cars, and there's like nothing left except the metal, and even the metal has been has been melted. It's it it's it's being crushed. So what was the fuel? I want to know. What was the fuel for that? Because you know, pine trees up here in Oregon, we have pine trees. The pine sap is explosive. It's so combustible. It's explosive. It's very, it burns very hot. Very, very hot. Um, Tropical trees don't burn like that. They give a lot of smoke. They're full of water. They don't burn that hot. They might burn a house down, but they don't melt a car. And when was the last time a Hawaii, or a Hawaii, and Jesus, i Sometimes I'm fascinated where my mind goes and where my mouth goes. Um, take that for how you will. Um, <laughs> so it, how does a hurricane cause this much fire damage? It, yeah, exactly. It, and that doesn't happen. <laughs> it, that it's was never other, happened before. Yeah, that was the other factor is that um, when you have that kind of wind, because again, we've seen the uh, the footage of the wind coming in from the hurricane. Um, when you have that kind of wind, yes, it, it makes fires move fast, but that means they're not burning that hot either. They're just on the move, and they're 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 burning a lot of shit, but nothing gets burned to core. Nothing gets that hot. And again, we've got melted cars, and and buildings, you know stucco clay buildings that are just they're powder they're gone they've been emulsified i mean everything about this whole thing you know in the chat here uh you know we've got the comment that it was an unnatural disaster i exactly this feels very unnatural i mean if you look at the ground if you look at the grounds it looks like it was pearl harbor <laughs> i mean it looks like it was bombed it looks like it, it, was, looks like it was it was just yep. leveled i mean yep. All right, so we can go down conspiracy theory lane. There's already been oh, yeah. talk about um, laser-type weapons, um, DEWs. Yeah, 
so direct energy weapons, which is the DEW, I, I just want to say there's I've seen some pictures and I've seen that video that was just shown right there of this like laser coming down and starting a fire. That's not how these energy weapons work. Um, visible light, like laser weapons don't you can you can see them, but if you're going to heat something quickly, it needs you're gonna to use it's gonna be yeah. infrared. Right, it's, or I mean, microwaves, right? Or micro. That's that's how you heat shit really quick. And those but are even not visible. then, <clears throat> it has to be for a a long period of time. It's not yeah. just gonna. You can't just zap it and then okay, it's done, right? No, we. It's this isn't the fucking Death Star. So the, I'm 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 I am cautiously looking at this and I can't wait to see what footage, what other footage comes out over the next few weeks yeah, agree. because it is, it is absolutely bizarre. And then you think about the other stuff that's come out recently in March. <laughs> this is, we're making a leap here, right? We're, we're making a leap. We've got a lot of people buying a lot of land there. And you were talking, you talking in our chat earlier today that we have um, a lot of folks like, there's a rumor that um, Bezos and uh, Oprah are Oprah, looking to yep. buy more land. And yep. you, we've got all these uh, different countries that are uh, trying to get more influence in all of the Pacific region. Yep. Um, Oprah in March, she picked up another 870 acres to bring her yep. over a thousand acres <clears throat> just outside of there. Yeah. Yeah, and so I, you know, just being the the minds that McShane and I are, just um, asking we, questions. We, so we do. Yep, yep. We wanted to ask questions. We wanted to know more. So I went on a little a little hunt, and in twenty minutes, I was able to discover two things. Number one, uh, this area of Maui that was burned was almost entirely residential um, homes and old neighborhoods, old old homes. Old Town, Laihana, all of that. Um, the second thing I found out, which... So the first fact is like, okay, yeah, a lot of homes burned. Um, but the second fact is that uh, Hawaii, in general, the locals there have been trying to keep foreign investors out of Hawaii. Um, and and, and they, they really... They haven't found a lot of success. There's a lot of Chinese companies. There's a lot of mainlanders, U.S. mainlanders buying property there. They really can't stop it. But what they've done in response is instead of stopping the purchase, they've just made zoning laws that are fucking ridiculous. You can't build a building um, that impedes anybody's view of the ocean. You can't um, it come within 10 feet of a historical building. There's all these zoning laws, so it makes it almost impossible to build something new there. Well, guess what? The one provision is that allows you to build something new in these areas, natural disaster, including – Hurricanes and fires. So, am I making a leap? Absolutely. I, I'm. I want to caution all of you that not to take what I'm saying as fact. I'm just saying that it's very interesting that this area where people lived, who didn't, they were locals. They didn't want to give up their shit for Oprah or whoever, or, I or, guess. or Japan who wants to invest in there, or China, yeah, China, yep. or the United States. They're saying, you know, get the fuck out. Right. <laughs> but but then this fire happens, and guess what? Now these residents don't have a leg to stand on, 
anything that's built new can go up as high as they want because there's nothing there's nothing left to block the view of. It's very interesting. And I I I will say I think this is probably a developing story. I don't this is not the end of this story. In in a year, we're gonna have to do a, a check-in on Maui and see what's happening. See what's actually what permits are being granted, what's being built, what the recovery well, looks like. Because let's, let's look at insurance. I want to know what the insurance is go. going to be like because we've, we've I've, seen what's happened yeah. to California. California, they can't, they won't insure California. We've got insurance companies leaving California left and right. Oh, yeah. Hawaii, or, oh, they're uh, Florida, same thing with Florida. We're out. You yeah. guys are not taking care of your shit, so we're 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 bailing out of here. This is a, this is not you know this is a liability for us that we can't cover. Yeah, I, or, I can't wait to see what the numbers are on this. Yeah, no, that's a great call. Yeah, or if if they are going to insure you, it's for ridiculous amounts. I mean, it's you know five grand a month just to have you know renters insurance. Um, you know the other interesting thing um, in chat, uh, Paradise California was brought up. This looks a lot like that. A lot like that. The burned out cars. Look at those cars. That's not from a natural fire, man. That's not okay. That 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 kind of heat. You have to understand that kind of heat is is rare. Um. Anyway, so what do we what do we hear about Paradise California anymore? That was two years ago, I believe. We don't not hear a... shit about no nothing. So this is another story that you know you get a twofer. One, people get a, a insurance payout or they get to build what they want to build now. But number two, climate freaks get to the climate cultists get to say that this is because of of climate change. And it's and it's so you get this big headline, but then in two years we're not going to hear anything about Maui or what's happening there. So I'm just I'm just saying, you know, we need to do a check in in a year. I should probably put that in my calendar. Check in with Maui. <laughs> um, so let's put that in the red book. Love it. I will put that in the red book for checking in. <laughs> you know what? That's okay. So for everybody playing at home, we keep a lot of notes um, with us. So... On Maui, sweet. Yeah, very interesting stuff, though. I, you know, the, shit, dude. Ten years ago, if there was a fire in Maui, I'd have been like, "Wow, that's really terrible for those people." And uh, yeah, maybe, maybe it is a climate disaster. Nowadays, it's like, hold on, who has interest there? Who, who benefits monetarily? Who can use this as a spin for their own rhetoric and their own narrative? And again, this is this is kind of what I was talking about. This this one feels like the uh, the cattle shoot is narrowing. I mean, they are so focused on making everything about quote unquote climate change um, that I and you can't you can't even. I mean, they're pretty soon they're going to start blaming traffic accidents on climate change. I mean, everything that is bad in our lives is blamed on you know, like you said, China. <laughs> climate change china climate COVID. change ukraine covid racism yep yeah right there you go. oh and yep. you're you don't like lgbtq people yep yep 
that's that, crazy. That, that's what we do. We we try to figure out how we can demonize everybody so that they we guilt the shit out of them. We give them a scarlet letter and then we can go ahead and move them to the side. Um, this did not make the show notes and it's because this is unconfirmed at the moment. But believe me, um, we have our staff, which is in McShane. Uh, we have our staff working really hard <laughs> on this uh, story, but it apparent it looks like uh, Google's new censorship tool has finally been enabled. So now they can control what you see. So basically, any search that you put out for um, climate change, COVID, vaccines, uh, racism, it you're they're, you're only going to see what they want you to see, which we know has already been in effect to some degree, but you can still find things. Uh, if you if you search hard enough, if you get to page fifty or whatever, well, they're just going to completely delete it from the Google search. Okay, um, so we've that's, got a uh, well. He, here's fun. your here's your intercept article. We're not going to deep dive into this right now. No, um, but there it is. Yeah, and Hefe yeah. is back with us. Hefe, when you Google porn, you're not going to be able to find it because Google's going to stop you. Okay. Well, you're only going to be able to find LGBTQ friendly stuff. So, mm. so I I hope you like uh, is there anal, COVID porn? Is there COVID porn? Oh, I'm sure there's <laughs> I'm sure there's mask porn, right? What there's about what be. about climate change porn? Is there climate change porn? Oh yeah, you set people on fire. No, right? <laughs> you can't set people on fire. Well, maybe you can't. <laughs> what kind of what kind of sex are you having, dude? You, one night with me, you're on fire. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for confirming that, Hefe. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, no, Hefe knows. Hefe knows. And that, that wasn't. Oh geez, I was about to go someplace I shouldn't go. I'm not going to do it. All right, Hefe, gonna... what's up, man? How's how's the how's the night going? It's it's going okay. It's going okay. You got any more hundred dollar tables? No. Wait. No. Almost. I think I had seventy five on one. Okay. So it's pretty good. That's decent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's really busy. A lot of oh, people. That's here. that's good. I wonder why. Mm. I know. Well, you know what? Actually, I'm going to answer that for for you and for everybody. It's because they want they they want to see the jefe. They want a glimpse. Oh, here I am. You're, Drink it up. You're a fucking legend, man. And I I'm not saying legend with the G. I'm saying legend with a J. <laughs> Which that's like Chris Farley legend. It's like a like a J pronounces an H, like Hefe. Lehond, yes. Hefen, Hefe Lehond. I like that's my it. Porn, that's my porn name. Oh, dude, that's so your porn name. That's how you set people on fire, right there. Is that with yeah. a J? Is that with a J or a yeah. G? No, no, it's no, no. It's J U N D. Yeah. Yep. I like this. Yeah. All right, so I'll get to work on a new uh, avatar for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you oh. could even you you could even to be weird. You, you could do a double L in the front, so it'd be Hefe Hey Hund. Mm. Mm. I like this. Or I guess it'd be Yay Yay Hund. Yeah, Yay Hund. What language oh, yeah. are we yeah. turning this into? Where are we going? No, with I it's I don't know. I need to stop because I'm, I'm gonna I'm white. Put, I'm gonna I, put his I'm gonna put his head on Peter North. Dude, that guy. Yeah, that that guy that guy was. Hung. 
Um, please, please get to this story, McShane. This the well, one that you have loaded right now. This, I think we gotta go Peter there. North. I'm. This we're now. No confirmed sources yet, but per TMZ, Peter North kept a boner-inducing spider on set with him. Spider? The, yeah, the venomous yes. Brazilian uh, wandering spider that, yeah. uh, that produces boners. Is that the one that was on my shower curtain? Um, no, that oh, was no, like no, a no. Veloc- that was like a velociraptor that was on your couch shower curtain. No, that was it wasn't. It was that was a scorpion spider. You should have I... burned down your your fucking house, dude. That was those things not are... good. No, those things are actually harmless. <laughs> See if that wouldn't... was. The... If that was a boner spider, I'd be really pissed that I smashed it and flushed it down the toilet and screamed like a little girl when I saw it. <laughs> so I would have welcomed yeah. it with open arms. No, dude. Uh, so this boner spider. All right. So let's get to the story because I. Yes, it does give you a almost permanent erection if you don't treat it, <clears throat> but it also um, gives you like major convulsions, um, paralysis. And and heart flutters that can be potentially uh, fatal, and we're gonna have to consult Calliope on this, right? Uh, to make sure, but this spider is venom. It's like one of the most venomous spiders on the planet. Do you do um, you go into paralysis with a heart on? Though? Yes. No. I. It says somewhere here in the article that uh, in Brazil, because that's where these spiders are from. In Brazil, if you show up to the ER with a with a heart on like that. They almost immediately know that you were bit by one of these spiders. That's how they know. Because you have, like, the erection of your entire life. That... Look at this thing, though. Yeah, it's it's not fun. It's not fun. It's a big so, spider, too. It shut down a supermarket in Austria. Why is it in Austria? Well, because they hang out. They're often called banana spiders because they hang out in, in bananas. That's where they hunt their prey. I don't think that's why they're called banana spiders. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you can't write this stuff. Uh, anyway, they 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 hide out, which is kind of funny, right? Nature nature's funny that way. Uh it it often mimics. Anyway, it's hiding out in a bunch of bananas and if it if it feels threatened, it's going to bite you. Hmm. <laughs> I just can see all these Austrians running to the store to find a spider to get bitten. Well, yeah. <laughs> like I mean, you. I think erectile probably... dysfunction is gone in Austria. <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the it's the uh, it's the blue pill spider. Um, so, so that was a secret to get a boner. But what was what was the secret to be able to like produce enough cum to put out a fire? <laughs> Wait, what? Because that was like sprinkler. Peter North. <laughs> How did you get there? We we've That's, got a yeah. story about a woman that drowned after a uh, after a bukkake session. Did we want to go to that? I never no, found a story for that. No, we. You were just talking about the spider. Yeah, yeah, but that, how is it putting Peter out North, fires? I was talking about how much he ejaculated. Yeah, but why? Because I was, you were talking about the spider that he kept on set to give him a boner. Oh, oh okay. McShane, McShane. So, so what was the secret? It just produce? gives you a, it just gives you a hard on. Uh, no. I, I know. So what was his secret for the other thing? That's he drank, he drank okay. cum. 
Right? That's how you make more drink it. Thank you. That's all I wanted to know. Now I know okay. what to do to have too much God. <laughs> Fitz reporting. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, you're going to have to. Yeah, I thought that was a well-known. I thought that was. Yeah, it goes, knew that. it goes straight in and right out. And that's why this young lady in Japan died from <laughs> drowning in a bukkake session. Oh, God. Can you imagine? I I'm, <laughs> No, I can't. I'm, Thank I'm, you. Defi- I'm definitely... <laughs> I'm definitely putting that on my list of things I don't want to die from. <laughs> I, Jesus Christ. I, I don't even know. I, I'm hoping that's something that was just thrown up there. No, I mean, I, I I, I actually believe it is, dude. I was hoping it wasn't, but <laughs> I I think that actually happened. Oh, my God. Um, You remember, I think... It was one of your um, girlfriends was wearing a kabuki robe, and you called you called it a bukkake robe. <laughs> Are you talking to me? Yeah. Okay. It wasn't that, one of that mine. Sounds, that sounds about right. <laughs> I was on the floor rolling and laughing and crying at that. Um, because I, I I think you knew what a book. I think you knew what a bukkake was, but you just had like a short <laughs> circuit in your mind for a second. But that was hilarious. Almost uh, as funny scared you with the, <laughs> the hose and we scared you in the backyard. That was one of the funniest moments of my life. Yeah. Well, I know you and you and uh and and D had a had a good time with that. I I was Yeah. I was just I was actually impressed with so here's the scene, right? I'm I'm I took it upon myself. We're living in this bachelor pad and I took it upon myself to do the watering of the backyard. Um, so I'm, I'm back there watering. It's, it's late at night cause it's Phoenix. It's hot during the day. So I'm, I wait for it to cool off. I go out there, I'm watering and I'm doing all by hand. I don't, do I have a sprinkler system? No. Why would I do that? Why would I go buy a sprinkler? No, I'm just going to take the hose. I'm going to put my thumb on it like a fucking man and I'm going to water. So I'm, I'm out there. It's kind of late. It's dark. It's quiet. <laughs> I'm alone. And then these two assholes sneak around in the back and go into the alley. And then they, I don't know which one of you did it, but it's whoever made the dog noise that scared the <laughs> shit out of me. Cause you jumped up on top of the fence and went boom. And I'm, I'm just telling you, I'm still to this day, I'm still pretty proud of my response, which was to turn spray. the hose on you and spray you. <laughs> and, I didn't. I didn't lay down. I didn't shit my pants. I sprayed you. <laughs> You're rolling. You host them off. That's. I host them. Yeah, I did. And then, and then all I hear is these two fucking dicks in the alley crying. They're laughing so hard, crying. So it was, it was I, not me. I, I was not there. No, that. you I were not, not there. I was that, not that one night. of those fucking dicks. I was not the dick no, that night. No, but I just I I hear them laughing out there, and I'm like just trying to like get rid of the adrenaline dump. So I just started spraying them. I, I know they're in the alley. So I just started spraying over the fence. Fuck you guys. Oh, that was great. Yeah, it was good. Good stuff. Oh, good shit. stuff. That was my weapon, dude. My weapon of choice with the hose. Oh. I remember one other funny story that happened at that house. Um, I, I went grocery shopping and, uh, and I, I, I bought like a 12 pack of Dr. Pepper or something. And I, I was driving that old beater Jeep. And so I, 
I took everything out of the car and kind of like set it next to the house. And then I was just making trips in and out. And so I thought it was funny to like come in and I was going to say, I was going to hold up the 12 pack of Dr. Pepper and be like, Hey, look what I, look what I found in the yard. But when I picked it up, it like, I just was inside the house and it, and the cardboard ripped. And when it hit the ground, basically all 12 of the cans exploded. Do you remember that in the kitchen? Oh my God. That was another time I, we were all on the ground laughing so hard. We could not get a control of ourselves, but I was so sad because I was not making much money at the time. That was like a, a splurge for me to buy Dr. Pepper. And, and they were all gone. I killed them all in one fell swoop. Jesus. Oh, my God. Yep. Oh, to B20 again. We beat the hell out of that house. Yeah, we did. They, they tore it down. <laughs> yep. It's gone. They did. Yeah. Hey, um, are you guys going to get a uh, robot dog? I... All right. Well, that, what, what, do you, what, do you, what do you guys think here? You, I You taking off, F.A.? No, not yet. But that's okay. I read that, and I I don't – you can't. You can't do that. You can't replace a cat or a dog with a fucking robot. I mean, you can, but it's not the same at all. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't even some have a head. No, some of the funny <laughs> shit. Cats and dogs do. You, you know, you can't. You just can't. Fuck that. No. no, but even if they were able to perfectly mimic a, a cat or dog behavior, like it, it does everything that my dog does, um, it wouldn't be the same because I'm not – I wouldn't feel as responsible for the welfare of this of this being. Like if something broke on a robot – like it broke its leg, whatever. I'd be like, oh well, I just put it in the closet or out in the garage and just let it. Like, oh well, that <laughs> goes to that goodwill. one broke. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Donate box. But if something happens to my puppy, I mean, even when he comes in with just seeds in his fur, I, I'm like, oh my god, my world stops and I have to get all, everything out of his fur and get him cleaned up. Like I care. I am deeply connected to this other living being and this creature, and he is connected to me like if i were hurt he would he would absolutely give his life to save me i believe that fully but the robot dog or cat i i just i wouldn't care it would just be like a toss away item like every fucking thing well, else in my life you need to stop thinking about what it does for you and think about what it does for our environment and how <laughs> its carbon footprint is much smaller than your dog <laughs> is it <laughs> apparently how what much a cold, it... shitty world. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. I, it's a, it's, it's a... just... We saw this the I other mean... day, and I... No, I don't want a robot dog. No, I don't want a robot that just kind of talks nice to me and tells me all these wonderful things and sits on my fucking desk and prances around and does funny shit when it... it I No. No. It's fucking creepy. I mean, didn't Damn we it. try this before? Like Teddy Ruxpin, Furbies, like this has been tried and pe people. Chucky. Yeah. People like can attach to these things for a little while, but as soon as the battery dies or it stops working right or the software needs to be updated, you, you it's you're, you're done. It's over. You, the, the love affair is done and you go back to actual living beings that, that eat and shit and need to be cleaned up and, and bathed. 
and taken to the vet and cared for. That's what we're yearning for. That's what we, that's connection. That's what we want. Yeah. Connection. There we go. That's the word I was looking for. Thank you. <laughs> Fitz, was there any stories that you wanted to, to desperately get to, or we, I think we've kind of wrapped things up. I think we're good. Um, I, I think, I think we're wrapping things up. Um, I, you know, it's, it's come out secretly. Again, this was one of those stories that was under the radar that you need to go research yourself if you're curious. But uh, FDA has come out and officially re-endorsed ivermectin as a treatment for COVID. So that's funny. Where's all the CNN ass fucks uh, saying that it was, you know, horse dewormer and all that bullshit just because yep. Rogan endorsed it. So that's now clear. It's actually uh, okay and safe to use. Um, the Elon Musk... Uh, X, Twitter, whatever, paying legal bills, that we still have yet to confirm that that's actually happening. I mean, I know he said it. I know he tweeted it or X'd it or whatever, posted it. Um, But I don't know that he's actually paying anybody's legal bills. But basically what he said was anybody who loses their job because of something they posted or liked on Twitter, he will pay all of their legal fees when they sue whatever company fired them, which if it's true is not only huge, but it's absolutely the right fucking thing to do because if we are to the point now, and I know we are, people have been canceled, but if we're at the point in this country where you're losing your job, your, your ability to provide for your family because of something you, you liked that someone else said or something you said yourself, I mean, there's a big difference between me going to work and telling my coworkers, I like to have sex with people's butts or on Twitter, liking somebody's picture of their ass. That's, that's way different. That's way different. And I, one of them is wrong. The other one is you do what the fuck you want to do on your private time. And if, so if you're losing your job because you're liking somebody's a picture of somebody's butt, um, that's that's absolutely not okay. I think we can all agree on that. So, I mean, good for Elon if that's actually happening. We, we It's unconfirmed. I don't know that that has happened yet or if he's actually even legitimately promised that. I It it was kind of – I don't know. It's It's got this weird kind of rumor feel to it, so I don't know. Well, I mean, he did he, – he put it out there, so I'm curious to see where it goes. But Kara Crates creates – um, she was fired for following libs of TikTok. Uh, I I couldn't imagine, you know, I file I our account follows a lot of folks that I would consider yep. probably controversial. Yep. Definitely not I mean right leaning. Yep. Um I'm I'm sure that that would be question. I I think we even hot um follow libs of TikTok honestly cuz it's a yep. news source. They're in the news, period. Um yeah, we'll have to we'll have to keep an eye on that and see who actually ends up. She did reply. This Kara person did reply, and she was fired by. And I guess she reached out to him, but there hasn't been anything else. I I doubt we're going to hear a lot because I don't think Twitter's going to run around and say, "Yeah, we covered your thirty five thousand dollar you know legal bill." Um, at least I kind of hope that they didn't. But I I do find it fascinating that they went out on a ledge like this. And I like you said, I mean that's. That's pretty awesome that they did. And I hope yeah. this is the kind of stuff that goes to the Supreme Court because if you're going to yeah. fire somebody over something they say on here, 
or something that they do on here or just for God's sakes, liking something or following somebody. Yeah, um, that's that's not right. I mean, that's free speech. That's the First Amendment. You just fucked. And kind of want to see what kind of carnage comes from that, because yeah, that, that, that shouldn't be happening. And it and it's kind of a calculated risk, right? Because, <clears throat> I mean, how many of these how many of these are you going to see before businesses are going to go? Oh, shit. Uh, I mean, if we fire this person, we possibly are facing a, a basically an unlimited funding source for a legal team to defeat us. I mean, I, I don't, I think it would only take two, three, maybe five of these cases. And every single time the company loses because they're violating, you know, the first amendment and companies will just back off. And then that's it. Elon won't have to pay ever again because um, yeah, we spent a lot of money on those five cases, but now it's over. It's fucking done. It went to the Supreme right. court. It's been struck down. We're done. So I, it's actually a kind of a brilliant uh, calculated risk here. I, 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 because I don't think companies, I mean, their, their, their site is on their ESG score, their DEI score, whatever. Um, they, they have forgotten about their employees. They've forgotten about the individual and, and that it's okay to be one person at work and another person in your in your actual you know personal life i'm a perfect example of that i in fact i strive for that i i i want to i want to live a certain way i want to drink what i want to drink i want to have the fucking tattoos that i have all over my body i want to cuss i want to i want to have outlandish thoughts and then i can also go and be a extreme fucking professional that people respect and and want to work for that's okay to be that same person and those two, those two personalities, those two areas of my life don't ever have to overlap. In fact, I'm, I work very hard to make sure they never overlap. So I, uh, I just don't think the companies will have a, a, a leg to stand on. I just don't. So we interesting. Don't That'll see. be a developing story. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, which beer are you taking to bed? Well, I, again, it's kind of a rarity for me, although it's become a little bit more frequent lately. And so maybe it's uh, just a product of me, um, my sexual appetite, but I'm having a threesome tonight. I, I want, I want the savory, uh, sultry, you know, dominatrix, you know, black lingerie with a fucking leather whip of the black butte 35th edition, um, Porter, uh, barrel aged, hits you right across the face and you and you say thank you ma'am may i have another but i also like the the sweet poppy you know 23 year old who just graduated college and she's she's on her sexual adventure to become a a, a realized woman and and she wants to experiment with you i want both of those ladies with me tonight um because that second beer um the uh, the gadget it, it even has a kinky name, Jesus, from Urban Artifact. Um, really, really well done beer. Very, I mean, just tart enough, but not overwhelming. Just fruity enough, but not overwhelming. It just, it was a really, really subtle and well done beer. I'm I'm actually going to now actively go out and search for some more Urban Artifact beers. Because I, I just don't, you, it's rare that you find one that, that's this 
uh, well made, well balanced. So anyway, I'm I'm taking them both to bed. I I can't choose. Um, they're both. If they'll have me, I'm 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 in the middle, and I'm gonna use all the fingers and toes I can to nice. make everybody happy. What uh, what, what about music you? are you? Well, I was gonna say what music are oh. you playing for them? Because you oh, have you two know, very diverse beers here. You know what? I'm going all the way with the Halo Benders. <laughs> okay. All right, look it up. Bears. Yeah, look them up uh, from wow. New York. Fucking weirdos. But everybody seems to like at least one or two songs from the Halo Benders. Um, so I'm playing the Halo Benders <laughs> all night. I, I think they can both find something they like in there. All right, I'm I'm gonna play some Halo Benders right after we get right after we sign off for. <laughs> okay. Our Fair folks enough. in uh, in the chat. Um, okay. I'm I'm taking Rex Machina uh, from okay. yeah. Uh, Jester King. Yeah, there, there's yeah. no doubt about it. And it, um. I'm glad for my experience uh, with the uh, pickle <laughs> sour, <laughs> but I'm never doing that again. I don't need no to. No pickles for McShane. <laughs> I don't need to. I, it's over and done with. And uh, no, I'm 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 good. I'm I'm good now. Yeah, I I obviously I knew that was coming, but also I'm glad to hear you just say it out loud, um, because. So well, I, I guess the reason is sometimes we can be a little bit harsh on the uh, on IPAs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I and 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 we're not at all anti IPA. It's just that no, sometimes it seems like that's all that's out there. And so for you to have two beers, like ones, I mean, they're both well done beers, but one is really not in your wheelhouse, and the other one is like, wow, that's actually a really fucking good beer. I and and it happens to be an IPA. That's that's cool because we we don't always lean that way. So. Yeah. Yeah, well, and and we should probably be a little more diverse. And I'll, I'll try. In fact, I actually have a lot of IPAs downstairs right now, just because that's I was more well, I was in the mood for that this week. It's more of a summer thing for me. So, yeah, totally. Okay and that. it's interesting you say that because what I would like to do is over the next four, possibly six weeks, one of my beers each night because I I my the series that I've done over the the past have been pretty popular. So I'm going to do another series. I'm going to uh, do the Voodoo Rangers series from, oh, um, okay. All right. from, from New Belgium. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, just artwork alone, they're already a fucking A-plus beer. I mean, just the the stuff they come up with for these for these artwork for the cans is awesome. I'm, I'm but really I'm, interested to see what you say because I got one of their, um, what was it, their multi-packs, their, their whatever, taster packs or whatever the hell yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. And there are several in there I could not stand. Like this is really? just a shitty beer. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, so. I um I've got four already. I've kind of been just stocking up. Okay. Um, but I've got I've got four of them already. And so I like so I say maybe four to six weeks because I might find another couple other ones out in the wild. But um, it's a really a huge range. They're all IPAs. They're all very different. They're they're they go they range from four point five percent all the way up to like twelve percent. So. They're they're kind of doing it all, and so anyway, I just thought it'd be fun for at least one of my beers each night over the next few weeks before it gets cold, is to review some summer beers, some uh, some nice, nice hazies, some nice IPAs that just uh, either I'm gonna love or I'm gonna hate. But anyway, so that's my next series. So yeah, we're gonna diversify a bit here. All right, sounds good. That's what we should be doing. Cool. Well, uh, we thank everybody for joining us. Thanks for downloading 
uh, Joe and Sugar Plum. Thank you. And we got to come. I got to know what name you want to have on have when you're in chat, Lana. Um, so you got to we got to talk about that. So, but thank you for uh, for joining uh, our Patreon. Um, thank you everybody who's joined the Patreon. Um, all of our listeners, if you haven't joined yet, that's totally cool. Nothing's going to change on the show. You're still going to get the same ridiculous as you've seen tonight. Um, with an element of the news, which we need to work through and just kind of think through and say, you know what? Huh. Things are kind of crazy. I am Steve McShane. I'm Fitz. Love all you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for those of you in the chat tonight. Uh, again, special shout out to Hefe. Thanks for bringing it tonight, brother. I know it wasn't, uh, wasn't easy, uh, but you did it. So thanks, man. We'll talk to you soon.